Today's episode of the Black Flag Podcast is brought to you by Evan Orvath of Solero Commerce. We're coming to you live from the Solero Commerce compound as always. And if you want a small business that accepts debit or credit cards, you got to go check them out. Contact Evan Orvath or get in touch with one of us and we'll get you a free second opinion on your current merchant service provider. Do you enjoy listening to us every week? Want to support us even more? Become a friend of the program. Patreon.com slash Black Flag Podcast for just four sixty nine. Nice. Nice. A month. You get 20% off all of our merchandise, exclusive giveaways. You could ask us uh, any questions you may have on our Patreon uh, question segment every week. Or just leave us basically a virtual tip in our virtual tip jar. Become a friend of the program again today. That's Patreon.com slash Black Flag Podcast. Lastly, do you like playing with toy cars and telling your significant other that they're collectibles? Do you enjoy badass memorabilia of grown-ass men who are more successful than you? Well, after doing what Bradley and Bobby just told you to do, head on over to CircleBDieCast.com for all your diecast needs and merchandise, and be sure to use promo code BFP123 for $5 off purchases over $30. And one last thing before we get started, we'd like to give a shout-out to the Graphics Coop, Any Racing News, and Danny Eugene Photography for all their support. Brad Keselowski is going to be showing the black flag. It's the Black Flag Podcast. Every fucking week. Fuck, I hate my fucking job. Race analysis. Yeah, we're only girls pool here, so. Maggie forgets that if they changed the rules and took the champion's provisional away, he wouldn't have been able to race the last two years. So, uh, occasional alcohol consumption. Uh, Jimmy Johnson is on pit road because I think he's the leader. And calling people on their shit. It refrains me from not beating the shit out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. This week's Black Flag Podcast is now in session. Hey, we actually out we beat him so it's all good all right boys and girls this is going to be episode 214 of the black flag podcast as always i am charlie sanborn to my left is bradley saucier and to his left is bobby timmons uh together we're at black flag pod on all things social media uh and more importantly i uh oh oh it's taped I got some Tupperware. Yeah, you guys didn't even get into it at all. No, no, no. Well, yeah, I, uh, I, I had a one for breakfast on the, the way. Up. That's also not entirely true. Um, <clears throat> what do we got, Charlie? We may or may not have eaten some at the racetrack. That's but, fine. As long as you guys didn't eat all of them, um, uh, I told you we, we have were going uh, to fist fight. We have some uh, carrot cake, boys. Uh, Fuck yeah, carrot carrot cupcakes, if you will. I'm gonna take a pink one, I think. So Don Stone, the short track baker. I met him at Waterford last year. He's become a friend of the program. He uh, he baked us some treats, and uh, I some didn't. Shreds. I didn't go to Thompson this weekend, but the boys did. And uh, Stony uh, texted me and said that he had, he was going to give them to the fellas. And I promptly texted them and said, "If you eat all of them and don't save me anything, we are fist fighting on Monday." <laughs> well, no need to throw bows here just can you, yet. Can you can you hear uh, this? Yeah, yeah, it's not exactly a beer, but. Uh, <laughs> Does this make us grown up? We're, we went from crushing I'm beers to eat, eating carrot cake. I'm gonna eat I think it regresses us. I think it regresses us in age. Actually, <laughs> thank you so much for asking. Uh, who doesn't love a good oh, carrot cake? So fucking good. Oh. <laughs> oh, Brad just came. <laughs> this is actually, I, think I, I was gonna say. I think I just came. <laughs> this is actually ASMR with the Black Flag <laughs> Podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining. <laughs> oh, it's so gross. <laughs> The noise is not the not the cupcake. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. It's moist. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I might just take one and stuff right in my ass. I should call her. Is that weird? No, man. You want me to go? There's a gust of wind from each side of laughter right there. <laughs> I didn't quite get mine out in time before Charlie got his out. <laughs> I hope Charlie gets this out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I might oh, just push man. it further. 
Fuck, give me that banana bread, too. Uh, uh, there's more in here. <laughs> what was that, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> there's more in here. Mm. In your ass? <laughs> well, no. <laughs> well, no. Mm. Uh, oh, thanks, Stoney. Uh, Short track baker. Oh, I'm still eating mine. Um, <laughs> uh, mine didn't stand a chance. <laughs> I fucking inhaled that thing. We've been waiting. I'm looking around for crumbs. Mm. There's the mice. There's still more. <laughs> maybe, we'll, <laughs> maybe we'll have another one mid-show. <laughs> maybe, we'll, maybe we'll break into the banana bread. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I, uh, I, I really uh, capped off the day with a little carrot cake for dinner. Had one of those on the uh, the drive up uh, for breakfast this morning, and uh, fuck, I should have had a couple for lunch, but you guys wouldn't have seen any. And the, uh, uh, the, the short track just got that ASMR. The on. short track baker can absolutely stay. Mm. Yeah. Oh, you must have ate the purple one. I did. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's the yeah. first one I could reach. I uh, didn't quite open the whole thing. Uh, so yeah, once again, shout out Stony. Um, told him I'd see him at the Sizzler, but uh, I didn't have to wait until the Sizzler to uh, get to indulge treats. in some carrot cake treats. So uh, they're just so fucking good. Yeah. Mm. What? Uh, what did you guys do this weekend? We went to Thompson, Bob. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, they did some racing. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> and back to the carrot cake. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I actually took a half day or a couple hours off on uh, Friday. Get down there pretty early. Um, no better way to uh, start a uh, Thompson race weekend than uh, playing a little bit of golf. Um, forecast called for 55 degrees and sunny, so I figured I'd book a tee time. So uh, me and so naturally uh, it was 30 and raining. Yeah, myself and uh, the jizz man went out there and uh, promptly froze our asses off, and it was uh, very much 30 degrees and cold and uh, cloudy. So not a not a peak of sun at all throughout the whole course. But uh, all in all, I had a, had a nice little time out there. Uh, slung a couple brews, uh, pre-gamed the uh, the race cars, race carring, and uh, made our way into the uh, facility for what uh, turned out to be a pretty pretty decent night of racing. Um, the mini socks had a. A little it, bit of a melee on. Uh, they went lap. like full Talladega. Yeah, yeah. Lap uh, zero. They uh, they wrecked about half the field, I believe. So that made for a uh, a tough tough rest of the race, I guess. But uh, our pal Cody LeBlanc, uh, he doesn't have a sticker on the car, unfortunately. New new car, but uh, so that he, uh, I believe, uh, we're gonna get him one. And, doesn't mean uh, he doesn't like it. No, yeah, definitely a friend of the program. So uh, he picked up the win. Uh, congrats to him. And uh, our uh, pal. A couple of pals, actually, a couple of friends of the program, Derek Gluchaki and uh, Jake Johnson, put on a fuck of a show where uh, uh, they're beating and banging um, for uh, for the last couple laps, I guess, as opposed to banging and beating. Yeah, yeah, that's very that was, different. That's a different podcast, but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Derek got by him and ended up picking up the win. That was the uh, the only time that a BFP uh, sticker was in victory lane uh, this weekend, but uh, that was uh, that was pretty neat. Uh, unfortunately. Uh, couple a uh, couple pals of the program uh, had a had a tough sunoco modified race um one of the uh, one of the chapman boys there uh, went down into turn one whistled the thing right into the fence um lap one that was uh, that was tough to see and then uh i don't remember who it was i want to say it was adam gata but i might be very wrong in saying that blew up it wasn't um, it wasn't number 27 which yeah. um may or may not be him but i believe because uh, he's he's a friend of the program i don't know he might have been uh repping paul bernard Bit, no, it's, it's Robbie Gordon, Doug, uh, Douglas, <laughs> <laughs> might have been him. Uh, Rusty Wallace went down into turn one. Big puff of smoke. Uh, definitely looked like he blew up. I was sitting with a gaggle of people. Was just like, man, I really hope he didn't just blow up and oil down the entire racetrack, or not the entire racetrack, but going into turn one. <laughs> and then, sure shit, the uh, the field comes by uh, pretty much single file, and uh, Junior whistles the thing at the fence, kills it, and uh, Todd Owen hit the fence pretty good as well. Um, fortunate for both of those guys. Uh, Todd Owen was able to race the next day. Junior was not. Um, 
But so. uh, mark it down April 8th, 2023. Concrete wall still undefeated against Modifieds. Yeah. I haven't, haven't seen one lose, uh, especially Thompson. Usually uh, usually that wins. Yeah. 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 But uh, that was a, it was a pretty electrifying race. Uh, Stephen Kopsik and uh, Keith Rocco put on a, a pretty pretty uh, good battle there with uh, Keith coming out victorious, passing him on the last lap. Um, and, uh, yeah, pretty exciting street stock race. Um, Chris Watson ended up picking up the win there. There was some We, we, talk, we talked about him after the World Series where he won. Hauled all the way from fucking, like, Bangor. Yeah. Mm. Thompson's three hours for us. That's Bangor's two hours three past hours our for house. us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely uh, make it worth it when you park a thing in victory lane. Um, I honestly, I, I started to feel bad because there's a gaggle of us, like I said, and, um, you know, it always makes the race a lot more interesting when you have a little bit of money on the line. So we started doing these race pools, and we're doing average finish, or, um, you know, I think actually night one, we were just doing, you know, pick the driver. Well, I, pe- I there was like three or four races that we bet on. I won every single one of them, and I had Copsick <laughs> in the uh, Sunoco mods, um, which I very well looked like I was going to sweep the board. Um, did, and did then, smell a little bit like some home cooking was going on over there. Uh, yeah, and then I, I went well, on. When you're, when you're uh, playing against weak betters, I mean, <laughs> don't hate the player, hate the game. Come on, don't, don't shit on Mitchie Bags and board just like that. Well, well, they, uh, they don't know who's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then uh, roll that thing into Saturday. I swear to God. The entire weekend, I lost one bet in the grandstands. I feel bad for Greg Emerson as well. He was involved with all the betting, <laughs> and uh, I the literally the only one that I I uh, I lost was uh, I had Copsick in uh, the Snoko Mods night one, and uh, unfortunately uh, Keith Rocco got by him, but um, hey, felt pretty good. But do you lose your bet if he loses it in Tech? Um, no, no. We we when we're drunk in the grandstands, it's whoever crosses the start finish line. So <laughs> if any, can't keep track of that shit. No tech in the sports book. <laughs> if, if, if anyone, if anyone uh, on the racetrack is looking to uh, make a little bit of money, I will split half the proceeds. Next race pool will be a hundred dollars, and uh, hopefully, uh, I don't know. Fucking, they had they they had Swan Boat come out, and uh, he was running around with the SK lights, and it was funny. Uh, this is this is moving on to Saturday um, before we finish up or wrap up whatever happened on Friday, but um, SK lights go green or whatever, and. Uh, Swan boats just coming buzzing down the backstretch, and uh, Bonzo was like, Who, "Who's your pick for the SK lights?" And I was like, "Oh, the number fifteen, buddy." And he's like, "Oh, he's already taken." I was like, "Oh, the Chapman kid." And he's like, "Already taken." I was like, "I don't want to play." <laughs> and then Swan boat comes out onto the racetrack, and I'm like, "I will take Swanson." <laughs> so uh, yeah, Swanson just uh, just got the lad paddle down, and went out there and won that race. Uh, got bounced in tech. That's still uh, still a win in the uh, the old grandstand race pool. So we'll split some proceeds, but. Um, yeah, just wrap it up Friday. Um, that was pretty much all there was for racing and, uh, uh, the, probably the most cold I've ever been at a racetrack in my entire life. No, they don't call it the, uh, the sunbreaker. <clears throat> well, <laughs> thanks Bob. So, facts by Bob. The, the firebreaker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So th- that was, that was pretty brutal. So ended up at the clubhouse. Naturally, everyone tends to end up, end up there and, uh, put in basically a full shift and then, uh, went back to the campers, which pulling into Thompson, right? So Thompson World Series is obviously the last memory that uh, I have of Thompson. The World Series tends to get a lot of people out in droves and tons of campers, tons of people, tons of race cars. And uh, I mean, I, I guess the icebreaker always is a little bit more toned down, but it was there was fucking tens of campers. Um, there was virtually no one there. It was like shocking to pull in and be like, is, am I, is it Wednesday? What, what Am I early? What the fuck? Um, looking around, just not many campers, even did a a little drive around before I went and played golf and, uh, went to our little neck of the woods where we tend to always hang out. And there was, uh, there was three campers instead of the the normal 15 that you typically have. So I I feel like with the, the whole 
rain makeup date and the you know it being the week after it was supposed Easter. to be and all that stuff and Easter Sunday and, and the 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 races at the beginning of the year nobody's you almost like need to get settled in get going into the season and then when you know the season's wrapping up you're you just seem like you're more apt to go do those types of races like the the first pass race of the year at Beechridge, you know, every year, same thing. Be yeah. eights of campers. Yeah. <laughs> versus the one at the end of the year, the park, the whole side parking lot would be full. Yeah. Yeah. I did, I did, uh, think at one point when I first pulled in, I was like, well, the act tour is not here and acts tends to travel really well. Uh, I know that there's a lot of campers that come by typically when I'm on the highway, I'll see a, you know, a camper with a big ACT sticker on it. And, uh, no, we have a bunch of pals that tend to uh, tow to the racetrack. So, um, that I assume will uh, will make up for it back at uh, World Series weekend. The only other note that I did have from racing actually on Friday night was uh, Devin Deshays, uh, super impressive in uh, his I believe his late model debut. At least at Thompson, he was um, battling with uh, Derek Luchaki for a while in the heat race. I think he ended up passing him and, and winning his heat race. Uh, went out there and unfortunately uh, ended up getting in a wreck uh, in the actual feature. But definitely impressive in the uh, the old late model at uh, at Thompson. But so. Uh, like I said, we made it out to the clubhouse, went went out to go have a fire, and uh, some little buddy comes by, and, uh, you know, we're talking about having a fire, and uh, we obviously went and got firewood, which you need to make a fire. Well, we didn't have a fire pit, because the, most of the people that bring the fire pits didn't show up to go camping this weekend, so everyone had to improvise, so someone went down to go grab a, ti- uh, grab a well, tire, yeah, with a <laughs> wheel attached to it, um, got the tire off of it, and used the wheel as a fire pit, because we were told that you need to contain the fire. So... What do we do? Um, we start the fire in the containment that we were told that we needed to do. So everything's going, you know, just typical, typical Thompson. You know, just having a couple brews around the fire. Yeah, next thing you know, there's a <laughs> ramp built. No, there's <laughs> 400 <laughs> people. No, it's not that. Here. It's not that. But uh, but the 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 mascot of Thompson, Mia, comes out uh, of the the old toter and uh, starts you know hollering around and. Uh, one of the logs ends up becoming her <laughs> fetching stick. For those that don't know, me as a dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Gary and, Gary Casella, yeah, German Gary Shepherd, yeah, yeah. <laughs> big German Shepherd. One of the absolute best puppers that's ever puppered, uh, by far. Um, definitely uh, got to be on her toes because uh, absolutely loves a game of fetch and typically does not want to give up the stick. So <laughs> Gary had walked me through basically how to you know get her to chill out, and uh, it was working like an absolute charm. Well. I'm sitting there trying to fucking Tim Wakefield the, this goddamn log like across, throw, throw, far, a knuck, throw a knuckleball well, are you? kind of if I did I would have been fucking all sprint splintered up but I was trying to throw this thing as far as I could I guess Tim Wakefield's probably not a good representation of that um, and so I'm, yeah, I'm like Pedro, trying to Pedro Martinez I'm trying to throw it to the other Kurt side of the road and, and and like I said there's fucking yeah, Jonathan Papelbon there, there's no one Bronson Arroyo is, is, Roger is, Clemens <laughs> PEDs, uh, Barry Bonds. <laughs> the, uh, there, there's like no one at this fucking, fucking Randy place. Johnson. <laughs> there's no one at this place camping. Rip that bird that one and, time. And you can fucking absolutely tell when there's a car coming because, uh, I don't know, it's dark and they have lights. So when there was a car coming, I would not throw the fucking log, uh, essentially, because the dog's going into the road. <laughs> Game, Game on. on. <laughs> so we're just hanging out, doing our thing, whatever, having a beer. I'm playing fetch with the dog for like 45 minutes. And then all of a sudden security comes over and, uh, you know, they're, they're parked there headlights just shining right on the fire and we're like what the fuck like what what are they doing so i stopped playing fetch with mia we go back to just drinking hanging out whatever next thing you know there's more security there's like three security vehicles shit business is picking up and we're just like what like what could possibly what could they possibly be you know getting ready to do or say or whatever well some old buddy comes over with a fire extinguisher 
starts spraying the shit out of our fire uh, and goes, you guys are done here. Like, you guys are lighting the grass on fire and, you know, the dog's running across the road. And, you know. How to get punched in the face. Everyone, everyone is, like, losing their shit because, like, dude, the, what? Go home. I mean, there's fucking tens of people here. Like, what are we doing? We're not doing anything fucking bad. Like, we do this every single fucking year. Like, there's nothing big going on. We're just having a fire. It's contained. Apparently, he didn't think so. Didn't like the dog playing fetch. So, <laughs> you go he's, tell the dog no. He's coming <laughs> over here spraying the absolute piss out of this little fire ring that we got and, going and on. No, you know it's cheap. Fire extinguisher. Yeah. Well, the fire it's cheaper. Couple German words set that dog right on that guy. <laughs> <laughs> the, the fire. The fire is still like poking up and like it's still going. Like, so every, bitch being stupid. <laughs> everyone's well, no fucking Brian Crowley standing over there just takes a sip of beer, just goes, "Hey, you're a bad firefighter." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it was so funny. I told him that I I just didn't even wasn't even to put context to it. I was just gonna name the episode "You're a Bad Firefighter" just because it's fucking hilarious. But uh, it was just so funny, and you know, naturally, security fucks off. Fire start week. We start fire back up <laughs> Immediately again. Immediately goes back up. Start playing fetch with the dog. I mean, we ended, we ended up stopping eventually, but it was just like, why why are you shutting us down? What are we doing wrong? Like we're having a <laughs> fire prob- at a racetrack with our friends, like. That, that's literally what you come to the racetrack for. I promise we've done way worse. That should have been shut down. That never got done. Uh, yeah. I brought I a lit tiki torch into the fucking pit area at midnight. <laughs> that could have done way more damage than this little fucking rinky-dink campfire you guys were having. <laughs> never, never mind the, the golf cart with a trailer on it that was doing laps around the racetrack. It was just more It was just more annoying that we were told to get it like a, a way to contain it. And then we went, like, it was like a 30-minute process of getting a way to contain it and then started the fire after someone had already gone and gotten wood. And then they're like, no, you can't do that anymore. I was like, what the fuck? Like, and it was just dumb because there was no one else there. And it was we like, we didn't start <clears throat> the fire. And, yeah, so I don't know. It was just, it was, it was one of those things where it was like, it was very mall cop. Uh, if you will, power hungry, it felt like. And uh, it reminded me of when we were going on a little joyride on the golf cart. I believe it was like Charlie, myself, Sean Foster. I mean, it's a four-seater golf cart. Like, don't, don't, don't. <laughs> we had 15 people. Yeah, it was Charlie, myself, <laughs> Sean Foster, Ashley Crowley, Joey Parker, Cassidy. Gr- I mean, there was like, there was a, a couple people on there. <laughs> and <laughs> On a golf cart. <laughs> Matt Swanson. I don't know. And so we're actually no Swanson definitely wasn't there because how there's I know a picture of it somewhere how right? I know yeah there's a there's a yeah, it's right there it's a what we got we got you yeah myself and Ashley Crowley are May, sitting on the front Joey. of the golf cart completely blocking Joey's vision of the golf cart there's a, there's and definitely you, eight people Marcus, <laughs> yeah and so <laughs> we're we were we we're just ri- like riding it around I mean there was nothing else really going on so we start taking it down like the road course and and we're eventually going to end up back at you know where we typically end up and we're buzzing down the road course, and all of a sudden, this white suburban just comes fl- like literally. The guy sitting by a fire gets in his white suburban and comes and chases us. Woo, 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 and woo, 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 and he's like pulls up next to us, and he's like, "Go park the thing, go park it." And we're like, "What?" And he's like, "Go park the thing," and we're like, "All right." He's like, "Go back to your camper now." <laughs> all right, whatever. So we just start buzzing up the road course, just fly the bitch into this big fire that we're, and it ended up being Swanson's fire. I think that we kind of knew the general area. We just pull the bitch in. He's like, "That your camper? Camper?" We're like, "Yeah." He's like, <laughs> "All right." We get out. We start drinking. Whatever. Fucking buzz the thing back later on in the night. But it was just like, what? Like, why? What are we doing wrong? I understand. Like someone, you know, joyrided across the golf course, but I promise you that we're not getting this fucking bitch up that hill. Well, there is <laughs> eighteen eight of us. Eighteen of us on a three seater. 
Uh, actually, there's not even. I don't even think there's two seats on the back of that thing technically. But yeah, no. I get uh, it though, because all it takes is one person to fall off and get hurt, and then you got a big fucking scene. And that's why. You, that's what. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, that's why I signed the pad to get my pit pass, so I can get hurt any anytime I want throughout <laughs> I, the weekend. I really thought that was the case. I was like, who, who's falling off golf carts and getting mad at the racetrack? <laughs> no, but you, it does take one cunt though. It yeah. only takes one cunt. Happy society that we're in. Well, okay. somehow that would be Thompson Speedway's fault if one of our drunk asses got hurt on a golf cart. Okay, well, so from now on, when they come over and try to shut down the party, they give need us, to have us sign, us all, <laughs> sign all waivers. Reference, reference minute 20, second 16, episode 214 of the Black Flag Podcast. Give us camper pit pass. If we ever get hurt, we don't give a fuck. Yeah. I promise. We're not going to sue you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that was uh, that was Friday night. It was always uh, – it was ended up being eventful. We ended up just sitting in a camper having a couple beers and uh, just – yeah, it was it was fun. Not we didn't even have any music playing, which it was just it was annoying. But uh, can't wait to have more fun at the World Series. It's always a blast. I hope that uh, people didn't have the same negative experience and decide not to come back because I'm sure that that has happened on numerous occasions. But um, we'll we'll be back at the World Series, obviously, and uh, <coughs> petition to start to make Cassie Rocco throw another World Series party. Yeah, I don't know that that's <laughs> she's allowed. Just, somebody just needs to get married again. I think. <laughs> Uh, I think that. Don't look at me. I'm I looking at you two guys. Ain't fucking me. <laughs> I think that uh, that like at least the area. I don't know that they're allowed to park. It's a in sweet spot though. It well, was a so sweet was a spot. Sweet spot. <laughs> yeah, I know that the it, it but uh, I feel like just the way that that all went down was that night pretty right. alone almost made 2020 as a whole not suck. That, yeah, that was yeah, that it was, was it, one of the most fun days. It certainly nights. helped. I mean, it helps when you win the race that day, but then you go party with all your friends after. Like that was a lot of fucking fun. I I very much enjoyed were, it because we walked into being had. we walked into yeah. There, the only <laughs> thing that would have made it better was if Mike Junior would have actually been my friend. But well, you knew that wasn't. He's good. a goddamn bully. Yeah, he was a bully. I hope he's okay. But he's a bully. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, that's a very bad crash. That night, we we walked into the fire, which, you know, same exact spot, just not shut down. Um, and we're just having a fire, hanging out with the buddies, drinking some beer, listening to some tunes. And someone's like, I think we're going to go to the uh, the bachelorette party. We're like, what the? F- where the fuck's the bachelorette party? And uh, l- luckily enough, you you happen to know the, the bachelorette. So <laughs> yeah. um, that ended up working out pretty well. But I didn't know really anyone there at that point. So... Um, that was uh, that was pretty cool. That was definitely eye opening, and uh, it was a lot of fun. So looking forward to having more fun at Thompson. All the pals tend to uh, tend to come out. Unfortunately, there was a, a couple couple friends that came down for the first time, and I don't know that they really enjoyed their experience too much. But um, we'll uh, we'll try to get them back. And uh, we'll, Saturday wasn't that bad. We'll promise that uh, we'll <laughs> yeah, promise that the, we can have the a World fire. Series. Just is the name alone carries so much weight. You know, never mind. I think the division lineup is the best you can get for a weekend. There is a tour type modified race every single day. Mm-hmm. You know they have of triple sort. triple features for the SKs, the SK lights. I'm sure there'll be 42 of them. Um, not to be partial, but there's two divisions of super modifieds there this year. So uh, I'll have my whole fucking operation down there. Yeah, plus some fenders. Yeah, pass act. I mean stocks. You get more late Shit models boxes. on the first night because act races the next night, and you get you know you can practice, I guess, or run heats or whatever. But yeah, no. Vintage uh, cars. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Bobby's favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Along uh, in the museum. 
So, uh, yeah, definitely uh, check out the World Series. Uh, we don't mean to bash on Thompson. Puts on some phenomenal racing, and uh, we, have a, and, we have a lot of fun. And so. to boot, we have an entire race season to happen before that yeah. happens. Yeah. But. yeah, but circle that one on the calendar because there's probably not much going on that weekend other than that. So Just uh, um, celebrating the day that Columbus discovered America, allegedly. Allegedly. Who's who's that? Chris? Cuomo? The- <laughs> Didn't he sail on here? He sailed over here on a boat with all the animals. He was right? looking for Cuba, and he missed I by a couple Jesus. thousand miles. Didn't he have all the animals? I think I that getting, was no, he's the guy with the long hair. I think. Am I getting the wrong? Am I getting my boat stories <laughs> mixed up? <laughs> yeah, Jesus, he's the one with the long hair and the Bodie McBoatface. <clears throat> well, well, who hit the iceberg? <laughs> that was in the '60s, I think. That was the 1960s. Yeah, the Titanic was, was in the 1960s. Yeah, that was after 9/11. They that, that wasn't the same guy. <laughs> no. They flew a plane into an iceberg. Yeah, and then, that's really low. And then the why the, did Ross Chastain <laughs> fly that airplane into an iceberg? <laughs> He's a terrible pilot. Uh, Do you think they ever found the flight? <clears throat> yeah, Amelia but, Earhart was, was uh, Ma- Malaysian was Airlines riding the boat or something. Uh, right, Amelia. Yeah. I really got my boat stories that mixed sounds up right. there. Yeah, it's, was it, it's, was Dale's, it's Dale's mom. Was Amelia Earhart yeah. some... <laughs> Dale's mom was Amelia Can't Earhart. Can't believe <laughs> Ross Chastain wrecked Dale Earnhardt on the last lap of the 2001 Daytona 500. Uh, I can't believe he shot <laughs> down Ross Dale's Chastain. mom. Ross Chastain actually came up with global warming. Do you think Ross Chastain shot down the spy balloon? <laughs> <laughs> no, he was the spy balloon. That's why everybody hated it. Hmm. Uh, things really make you think. Yeah, <laughs> things do make you think. <laughs> <laughs> Facts, my Bobby. Just reiterated Brad's point. Uh, yeah, the whole world you made War a great point thing. there. Well said. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Speaking of Ross Chastain, uh, when he got wrecked, and I think it was just, Ross Chastain. When it's just the Saturday. three of us, it gets unraveled <laughs> so quickly. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, World War Five was a bitch. Uh, hmm. Hmm. <clears throat> that was the one with that Sam Bankman Freed guy, right? No, Freud. Oh, Sigmund. Yeah. The Tiger guy. Tiger King? Yeah. <laughs> Joe Exotic? <laughs> what how he's doing? Yeah, speaking of stuff and things in your ass. Is he is he not dead? There's a second season. They coming found out. Carol what? Baskin's husband alive. No, they nah, didn't. Uh, yeah, look it up. Fucking stop. Look it up. I will. I'll just watch the next season. Pretend like I didn't know that happened. You should have said spoiler alert. Um, oh, I don't know what I clicked. <coughs> I got a tattoo on Friday. Season? In case you guys want to talk about my I weekend. I don't. You mm. s- did you watch the second season? <laughs> no. You just Googled that randomly? It came Carol out like Baskin's two, husband? It came out like a month ago. In the I news. feel like that would have been bigger news that we all would have yeah, known about Nobody that. gives a shit. I feel like we kind of give a shit. Yeah, what happened with your weekend? Anyway, Bob? how's your tattoo, Bob? Uh, it hurt. <laughs> Six hours under a needle is uh, needles on your skin hurt. That's about my pain threshold. About hour five, I started sweating. Um, a couple fun little stories while you're sitting in a tattoo chair for six hours. Um, I felt like the toughest guy in the room, other than the giant men that are covered in tattoo from fucking eyeballs to toenails. Uh, out of all the like clients, I watched two of them bail midway through because um, I couldn't handle it. That's tough. Um, my favorite part, though, was the uh, booth across from me. There was a, a girl and her boyfriend there. And she's getting some work done on, like, her arm, hand, or whatever. And then all of a sudden, she's uh, putting lipstick on her boyfriend. Oh. I'm like, what the hell? This is odd. And then he <clears throat> kisses a napkin. And then they scan the napkin in the scanner. And they print a, off a black and white of the lip imprint. And the tattoo artist draws it and tattoos it on her ass cheek. Huh. 
I hope I can find that kind of love someday. What in the Rick's cabaret is that? Yeah, that was some Wicked Whites of West Virginia shit, I think. um, Yeah. Wicked Whites of Wyndham. Yeah, Scarborough. (laughs) It's only right down the street from here. Um, Yeah, so I did that on Friday. That was cool. Shout out Doug at Leviathan Body Art Uh, here in Scarborough. um, My shoulder still fucking hurts. Well, that makes sense. So. but no, it was cool. I got my grandfather's car done. Added to my father. I have my father's car on my right arm. So now I have my grandfather's car too. And uh, Saturday, I uh, I got drunk at Eric's church. So not nice. that exciting. So so this Carol Baskins lady, <clears throat> apparently she just Bitch. said that he was alive and that and she didn't bring it to the press. So so listen to this. Hey, so first <laughs> off, the, the article from the New York Post starts. Uh, hey, all you cool cats and kittens. <laughs> Carol Baskins claims her husband isn't dead after all. The Tiger King star declared that her missing ex-husband, Don Lewis, was found alive in Costa Rica, but the discovery is just now going viral over one year later. During a resurfaced November 2021 interview, the ITV's This Morning talk show, fucking clever name, Baskins, 61, alleged that her ex, who was declared legally dead in uh, 2002 after disappearing a few years before, was actually alive and well. However, not everyone is buying it. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah, so she just she just wanted to uh, get the press back out there before season two, and she just wants to not be a murderer. But sounds like she probably is, um, allegedly. So uh, Saturday at uh, Thompson happened. Charlie made the uh, the old trek down with the uh, yeah. with Budward. And, yeah, uh, we, we had the old pupper. Yeah, uh, a bunch so, of puppers roaming around. Uh, did, I, you have, did you have to buy him a ticket? No, no. He did look like a little E.T., though, uh, wrapped up in a blanket there for a bit. But, uh, no, we uh, got the wife up out of bed. We um, took our time getting out of here. I I texted Josh Hodgson, who lives just down the street. He had never been. So I was like, fuck it, let's go. So we hopped in the Tahoe. We drove down there. We brought the old doggo with us. Had ourselves a time. Sat in the stands. And uh, Buddy was actually pretty good, I feel, for for a dog in the stands at a racetrack, he uh, for Buddy, who's not usually that great, well behaved. Sometimes he was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, he, he was, was. He was very well. He was good. Well-behaved. And uh, no, I feel like Saturday was a good show. It was. Uh, I mean, again, you're, it's a it's it's a bad draw when you're coming off of what's supposed to be like your kickoff weekend, and it was supposed to be last week, and it was cold and shitty, and now it's a week that nobody was planning on going, and it's Easter weekend too, and a lot of people are traveling elsewhere and all that stuff, so. All things considered, I still think car counts were relatively healthy. I think that the crowd was actually pretty good, too, for the front stretch on Saturday. I can't speak for Friday, but um, uh, the Modifieds put on a good show. Pass race was good. Trevor Sanborn absolutely fucking dick-stomped them. Um, I think it was going to come down to if there was going to be like a mid-race yellow at any point in time, whoever was starting in second was just going to walk away with it. That was Trevor. Uh, Derek showed something a little bit in the beginning to the middle portion of it there, and he kind of faded back to third. And uh, Gabe Brown filled in second, and Trevor just uh, kind of walked away with it. Yeah, Trevor sure. and the guys, they uh, they enjoy our show here. They put it on the shop, uh, Ricky and Josh. They have a shop over in Wyndham near mine, so shout out those guys. They uh they were they're already down a race car to start the year, so killed it. They, they fixed it, but <clears throat> yeah, but I was this g- one I believe this car was a brand new car that they had to thrash to get together after Hickory. Well, they um, did a good job for with this it. race. So yeah, shout out to those guys. Trevor was uh, clearly emotional in uh, in victory lane, which uh, I think that probably rightfully so. I, I feel like I was I was talking to the uh, the Bartlett brothers there, the two hundred seven brand guys, and mm-hmm. uh, after the race, and I was like, you know, you go to a track like Thompson, and not that you expect to 
destroy a race car, but if you wreck, you're going to wreck pretty hard. Uh, you go to Loudon, you, have, you, you wreck, have, you're you going to wreck pretty hard. At Thompson, you have two options. You spin to the infield or you're out of a race car. Yeah. It never really seems to be any in between. Yeah. yeah. So so you go to two tracks like that where, you know, they're a little, little sketchy, but um, the you go to a place like Hickory, you don't plan on her, her uh, expect to completely destroy a race car, which it seemed like at least it was. You said they got it fixed, but it, it looked like it was fucking kilt. Uh, I haven't seen a car that destroyed in quite a while. but um, So obviously they had a lot of work cut out for them, and uh, it was cool to see them go out there and pick up a win. And uh, everyone, everyone remained pretty much unscathed. Uh, all the guys that are running up front, ran pretty well um anybody listening to this too uh who and whoever may or may not be announcing a pass race or an oxford weekly show or any race that trevor is in uh he he is and forever will be the mayor of parsons field he needs to be introduced (laughs) as such yeah uh have some fucking respect (laughs) yeah uh yeah it was it was cool to see uh I, i feel like a lot of the guys up front too um left pretty much without a scratch on their car um gay brown relatively clean race Eddie McDonald, uh, all those guys that were up there, they seemed to do pretty well. I think Johnny Clark finished fifth. Um, and, yeah, I mean, uh, pretty, those, pretty good those race. Those guys are all good at going fast. Um, I would say out of the top five, Trevor probably has the least amount of experience at, like, big speedways um, for super late model racing, but also Trevor's driven an ARCA car at Daytona, so he's not like he's not qualified, so it goes to show you that those guys are, he are pretty good He certainly has experience, it. just a different kind probably, yeah. but um, I don't know that he's ever been in the classification of suck. No, so certainly, um, certainly, uh, certainly pull off a good one there. Uh, and then uh, what else we had? We had didn't act do some acting. No, no, no they just regularly. They reg- oh, okay. Same thing. Same, same, but different. I think, yeah, um, <clears throat> I think they, they had SK lights. And I didn't hear of any uh, fatalities in that race. So no, they, I, I kept. They saying, didn't even really try to. I kept saying that the first uh, the first red flag was when I was going to go take my next urine break, and unfortunately, I had to go uh, during just one regular yellow. Yeah, uh, there's there no only life two. Flight. Good for the SKs. <laughs> yeah. No life flights this or year. SK lights rather. Good, good for them. Yeah, they're you saving know. the ozone by not not needing a helicopter. But the uh, <coughs> they, re- couple... they redeemed themselves for what was a horrific shit show at the World Series. <laughs> not even <Yeah>. lap. <laughs> it was lap. They, they didn't get there. No, yeah. they didn't start the race. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they junked, what, fucking six cars before like they it, even crossed the line? George's roof was ripped off before he even <laughs> took the green flag. George, no. <laughs> yeah, so the the SK lights are pretty clean. Speaking um, of George, pretty looking race car, that number one car. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I don't... You like a number one car. You're well, kidding. Yeah. <laughs> just saying. I was trying... You uh, know, that number 13 car was just... Ah, it looked good. There, there's some sort of old Sullivan that won the SK light race. I don't know his first name, but... Um, Good for good for that. Was it number fifty one? Fifteen. Fifteen. So that would have been. Your dyslexia showing. I don't think if it was, that might have been the guy that destroyed our beer pong table. Oof. Or, I don't think it was. It was O'Sullivan. Yeah, it was O'Sullivan. So it wasn't, it wasn't okay. Sullivan. It wasn't Sullivan. So yeah. it was probably Johnny O'Sullivan then. Yeah, but uh, it was one of them. <clears throat> yeah, the I think the one of the Chapmans. There was I think two racing that weekend. One destroyed a car, and the other one I think finished second. But. I'm um, not really sure who finished third. Um, honestly, the, the races were, there was a lot of them. Um, long day. It was like an hour and a half, I feel like, before or between practices and the, the race actually going green. But um, Were we firing down any wads in the grandstands? <clears throat> oh, yeah. We were absolutely <laughs> firing down some wads. Um, couple, actually, we had a pretty solid gaggle uh, once everything kind of got started. I feel like a lot of people kind of just wandered away um, when there was a big, long delay. And uh, everyone kind of found their home, ended up uh, coming back, and we... Uh, what else did they have? They had some street stocks that I think Corey Fanning Feller won that. 
Um, he's pretty not bad at the street stonks. Uh, no, he's, limited sportsman, I think is what they call him. Yeah, he's he's pretty good at the stonking. Um, they had, they had mini stonks again, which the winner got disqualified. Um, they had obviously, I think that was it, and then the uh, outlaw, the outlaw, uh, well, open modifieds or whatever they call him. Troy, Troy, uh, Troy, Troy, Troy Talman Troy won, the, oh, won yeah. the uh, second SK race on yeah. Saturday. Yeah, good for good for Troy. That was that was a cool battle between uh, him and Keith Rocco too. It was uh, you could tell that Troy w- was experienced at a place like Thompson because he went into turn one and I mean Keith was pretty much on him and you know typically at Thompson on the last lap you're gonna get a pretty good, pretty good bottom shot and uh, Troy went in there and drove it in about as high as you could get without probably getting into the marbles and just held it there, held it there, held it there, and uh, ended up Keith got a little lo- loose be- uh, below him, and uh, Troy ended up coming out and just kind of walking away with it down the back stretch. And uh, it ended up being, I mean, it was a pretty solid finish um, for that race, which there wasn't a, a ton of cars. Um, Kopchik and uh, uh, he, he had left. He had a couple cars, and um, then uh, Junior obviously wrecked one, and Todd Owen wasn't really Todd Owening, um, I guess, but... Uh, yeah, so it was, a, it was a pretty good battle between those two before the uh, the big race came out on the racetrack, and uh, that that was uh, that was kind of neat to see. Yeah, it was interesting the way it unfolded for sure. Uh, I think Brad won money on it, that's why he was excited the way it rolled out. <coughs> but uh, yeah, it was a 125 <laughs> lap open tour type modifieds. Yeah, yeah, basically the NASCAR Wheel of Modified Tour under without a NASCAR Wheel of Modified Tour banner uh, in the background, but. Um, big open cars. They they sound cool. They look cool. Um, they were putting on a show. Woody had some some inklings that maybe he was going to run up in the top spot there for a while. He kind of was mired back in second for a good portion of it. Um, Swanee led some laps too, but um, Ronnie Williams was at one point a lap down. Very late in the race. Ve- like we're talking like less than twenty laps to go. Was a lap down. Um, I guess they do a lucky dog. He yellow comes out, put himself in the possession, get the lucky dog, comes down pit road. I think he f- did he fire one on it or two and then swapped the lefts and then came back out and drove all the way through the field. And then um, I think Woody was up front at when the like very last yellow came out. Ronnie <clears throat> had made his way up to second or third and Ronnie just kind of walked away with it. Yeah, um, no, no. Sella yeah. was up front at that point. Oh, Woody yeah, had yeah. fallen back a little bit, but there was a lot. Woody of, got fucking drunk. <clears throat> there was a lot of coming and going. Yeah, there was a little bit of BFP and BFP violence. Uh, Ross Chastain drove into turn one, just absolutely shipped Woody. Um, can't believe Ross Chastain wrecked Woody. Yeah, yeah. fucking. You, know, you just can't have that, you know. Especially at a big, big place like Thompson, that car was uh, pretty well destroyed. But uh, it, it, it was. Um, at one point, so obviously Kasha comes out late. A lot of a lot of strategy. A lot of guys got behind on strategy. A lot of guys looked like they were super behind on strategy. Um, Ronnie actually didn't pit when everyone else did. He kept he kept well, the lead. Also, um, so he was the leader when everyone. I was gonna yeah, say if yeah. you're a lap down late in the race, it's a no brainer to not pit because what are you, what are you gonna gain? Well, no, yeah. So he was but. he was leading and everyone else came down. Um, you know, for the most part, and it was it was pretty evident that he was kind of like a sitting duck at this point and the race just kept going on and on and on. And, um, he eventually fell back like, like Charlie said. And there's a one point two where Swanson looked like he was just super, super off the pace. Um, and Which everyone is, was saying that he was having motor trouble. Uh-huh. And, uh, then he ended up coming in, firing on a couple, couple stickers and just buzzing through the field. At one point it was, it that's was, on brand though, for Swanee and the 25 car and all them. They, they know what they're doing. They're playing games all the time and they blow up motors every week. It seems like, so yeah. it's not that out in left field to be like, Oh, they're having engine problems. Yeah. yeah. So they, uh, I, I don't know. It, it, it was just, it was hard to keep track of 
you know who was on what strategy just because there was just so much coming nice <laughs> and there no. was so much going too. Hold the going um but at one point i i believe that um Ronnie went a lap down and, and allegedly he keyed up the radio and was fucking pissed. Uh, you know, just talking about how they gave the, the you know, just waste of a day, you know, gave the race away, all this stuff. And uh, then, uh, I don't know, someone said someone, on some one of those people said that, either his crew chief or uh, Ronnie said that on the radio. And then when uh, Ronnie crossed the start-finish line to uh, win the race, inevitably uh, he was just like, oh, waste of a day, you know, whatever, just fucking <laughs> screaming, you know, it, this time happy. But, um, no, it was cool because, uh, like Charlie said, um, Ronnie had gone down to pit. John McKennedy had gone down to pit. They were both mired back in the field uh, as far back as you could get, and they were going to have to work their way up. Um, and it was pretty fucking cool to watch them. Um, John McKennedy was leading the charge for quite a while, and they would just pull them by, like, two car lengths down the backstretch, um, dive into the corner, get a couple more spots, and uh, then, then Ronnie got by John. And uh, then Ronnie obviously went out, went on to uh, win the race. It's but. like the real life version of like Mario Kart when you run over the like star <laughs> and you just start going do 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 and you're just <clears throat> mowing guys down like it, four cars a lap. It was very much one of those races where the the strategies were so vastly different from each other that somebody was going to look like a hero and somebody was going to look like an idiot. Uh, th- that's just it, whether it was one or the other, somebody was going to be a hero, and it ended up being Ronnie. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so, like you remember last year at the World Series, the NASCAR two race, they had one caution on lap two, uh-huh. and it went green the rest of the way. Like that's that could happen. Or on the other side, I've been to races where they have cautions every six laps. Yeah, yeah. it definitely made me look <clears throat> pretty smart right before the race started. Um, obviously, we did a race pool. Like I said, I picked Ronnie Williams, but a lot of people were, weren't even in the race pool and asked me who I thought was going to win. I just kept saying Ronnie. I just he, he was fast in his heat race. Felt like he's pretty good there. Um, obviously, you know, I'm pulling for Woody, but. Um, or, or junior, or uh, we have a bunch of other friends in the field. But uh, it, I was like, ah, I just feel like Ronnie's probably going to go out there and win the race and made me look pretty smart there at the end. So Good gambler. That was yeah, <laughs> a very good gambler. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I walked out of there with a couple extra bucks in my pocket, went and spent that all at the clubhouse and uh, broke even on the weekend. So, um, But that was uh, that was Thompson. That was the icebreaker. It was cold. And, uh, you know, looking forward to uh, this coming weekend because it looks like it's going to be warm as fuck. And uh, we're going to uh, another big track in Hampshire <laughs> Motor Speedway. Yeah. So. The magic mile, if you will. Both you guys going? <clears throat> yes, sir. Yep. yep. I will say I'm 50-50. So, Bob. If enough people bully me over my telephone in the next four days, I'll probably go. So, Bob, sounds like we're all going to Loudoun. Uh, <laughs> so, a uh, cool thing is uh, the American Canadian Tour put a post out today, I believe, saying that they have talked to the track and they have gotten the facility to open up the backstretch for VIP parking. So, for those of you who have listened to us uh, over and over and over and over again, saying that any race we've ever been to at Loudoun has 700,000 fucking degrees and you bake like a fucking potato in the aluminum grandstands, uh, for an extra fee, you can just drive your fucking car on the backstretch, park on the hill, see just as much, and uh, sit in the comfort of your own vehicle and have some corn boards out. Yeah, corn boards. Corn bowl boards. Corn bowl boards. <laughs> corn, corn bowl boards. <laughs> corn bowl boards and uh, some whole some board cords. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, be fucking so, corn in those boards so, back there. <laughs> uh, Keep your corn out of my whole board. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be holing the shit out of those corn. Uh, boring your cornhole. Mm. They're gonna need, Racing America is going to need a fucking blur every time they come down the back chute. I'll tell you that for free. Uh, uh, those it's going to be a small blur, but dang yeah. old BFP boys again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they basically said uh, there's you're allowed tw- twenty people per car. 
Which so we're taking the motor. We're taking a limo. Uh, no, no, specifically no motorhomes or campers allowed. Um, so we're gonna stuff thirty-five people in the uh, the Tahoe and uh, just c- kind of go over on the twenty a little bit there, and uh, have ourselves a time. I think I uh, got a decent little gaggle going already. It sounds like so. Uh, the only stipulation that they asked was don't trash the place and pick your shit up, which I think we're pretty good about anyway. So yeah, we typically bring a, bring a, a trash bag and uh, and or just throw all of our cans back into our vehicle and then worry about them later in the Let week. Let them so. fly out going down the highway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No. We're not gonna trash the track, but. <laughs> <laughs> just dodge the road a little bit. That's it. Yeah, but uh, no, loud and loud and super cool. It's, uh, it's definitely special for uh, everyone that's up in this neck of the woods, and uh, it definitely gets a lot of the people that typically uh, don't go to the racetrack often uh, out out in droves. So uh, definitely have a couple people that haven't been to the racetrack. Um, it, obviously this year, um, pretty hard to do so when there's only been a couple races. But uh, didn't really have a plan on going uh, anywhere, and then uh, I bring the fact that Loudon's coming up this weekend. Uh, up and uh, they they get all excited because. Uh, Charlie and I, I think, can attest that we went down uh, on the infield when we were uh, doing some stuff with the P51 and watched the cars dive off into turn three, and uh, we were like, "That these cars absolutely do not believe or belong on this racetrack." No, correct. God, no. And uh, just kept watching. Jeremy Ward figured and we that were out. Like, holy shit. Um, so yeah, looking forward to it. Um, they're going to be uh, buzzing around there, obviously, for our uh, viewing pleasure. Pass, but pass act, tour type mods, street stocks, mini stunks. Yeah, I think the Northeast it. Classic. Yeah, uh, that's always a good one to go to. Uh, like Brad said, loud and pretty special to us, us normal folk in the uh, Northeast region here. So, gonna go watch some cars go way too fast on a very big track. The Daytona of the Northeast, as I wrote in my. 100% not sarcastic, super serious, and heartfelt iRacing Facebook post a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's... Have you recovered since, Bob? <clears throat> I, I don't think I can afford to race tomorrow night. That <laughs> <laughs> was devastating for my small, underfunded team. Uh, I, uh, how did the race go for you, Bob? 14th place in the B feature. <laughs> doesn't doesn't so, pay shit. <laughs> so, so, so my entire iRacing experience from last week involved me um, actually trying to race for once. Had everything set up where it was going to kind of run itself, and I got to just kind of play and uh, got into <laughs> the lobby. I was 10th in practice. Everybody gained a 10th in their qualifying, which would have put me 10th in qualifying, which would have locked me in the field right off the bat. So I naturally go into qualify, and the computer goes, boom. And you missed qualifying. And I missed qualifying, uh, which made me not put any sort of lap down, which put me dead last in the third heat, which I finished, what, fifth or something and then went into the lcq where we only take two started 15th finished fifth and didn't even make my own race so yeah i was in a qualified spot in my heat race and uh, <laughs> tucker cole spun me out so i waited for him and spun him out on the last lap what do you mean <laughs> i thought you got loose uh, yeah shit oh fuck cut, cut that out NASCAR, nascar's gonna find me fifty thousand dollars for manipulating the race fuck. Uh, gotta keep those points uh, i got i got loose i don't race dirt i don't know yeah so car, did, uh, car was broken so yeah. did ryan priest yeah yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah i don't race dirt so so we uh we obviously just talked uh about uh, our weekend plans coming up this weekend with uh with loudon but we do have a, a sponsor this week it's uh oh yeah it's a it's not a, not a necessarily a new one it's an oldie but it's definitely a goodie uh they've been with us before star speedway uh Kicking off their 2023 season, uh, I believe not this coming weekend, the, the weekend after. April 22nd is the Bunny Brawl. 
always a, uh, a very popular one. That's one of them there that they uh, you, you want to get there pretty early. You want to reserve some tickets online because uh, that, that typically sells out, and there's, uh, there's a lot of people that are excited to uh, get out there and uh, bang, bang, some some bang bangers. So uh, the Bunny Brawl, they're, they're going to have some street stocks. They're going to have the slingshots, the six shooters, the pure stocks. Uh, and they're they're also going to have two enduros as well. Uh, they're going to have the cruisers as well. Actually, sorry, I missed that because I wasn't on the actual uh, schedule. No, um, no actual fighting rabbits though. Well, the, so you that, will you not know be about punching that. a rabbit in the face, Bobby. <laughs> not me personally. No, oh. no. I mean, you don't, you don't know that. You can't really control nature. You go out in the elements, and all of a sudden there might well, be a couple of them used fighting to be, on the back shoot. But you used to be a groundhog lived in the infield. <sighs> there used to be a cat in Fontana too, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure doesn't always work out the way it's supposed yeah, to. Yeah, that happens. in Eric Almirola runs the, runs the fucking Halloween howler. All of a sudden there's a dead groundhog on the <laughs> fucking right Ross Chastain. Uh, but yeah, I can't, can't believe Ross Chastain <laughs> killed the Star Speedway groundhog. Next, uh, not this Saturday, but Saturday the twenty second. Street stock slingshots, six shooters, cruisers, enduros, and uh, there's actually a kids Easter egg hunt at uh, at one thirty. But hopefully racing, not during the races. Racing starts at four. <laughs> the Easter egg hunt is not during the races. Uh, that is the bunny brawl at Star Speedway. Thank you to Star for jumping on board. They'll have actual fighting rabbits. There will be uh, <laughs> there will be actual <laughs> rabbits. Rock em, rabbits. <laughs> They'll be with us it. for a couple more shows. I'm so sure they love the sad you. read. Yeah, I was trying my best, but yeah, I, I, I just I couldn't help myself. Go to, go to Star Speedway. It's what we're getting at. Yeah, and if you don't want to go to the Bunny Brawl, go on the 29th for their opening night for their regular divisions. And if you uh, enjoyed that, come on May 6th. May 6th, we'll have the weekly divisions plus the Grand State Pro Stock Series under Lapper. Uh, Star Speedway kicking off the year with three pretty big shows right in a row. Yes, sir. I feel like Star is the, the home of just a big race all the time. And they always put on a good show. Always pack the place. And now um, they got a bar. Good, good, bu- good vibe. And now they have a bar. They're kicking off the season. This is the first year they're kicking it off with a bar. They're kicking. The bar was implemented they're like halfway the through the, the last last <clears throat> season. So, so um, additional to that, NASCAR did NASCARing mm-hmm. on uh, on the fucking mud on the yeah the soup, if you will, the sand. Um, so uh, before we get too carried away, uh, we do have an official Puskis Pooper review, boys. Um, Puskis Pooper review, Bristol Dirt, 7.7 7 out of 10. Large and welcoming, double-railed walls for the p- <laughs> for the power pushes. Decent hardware, looks to be nickel-plated. Two-ply toilet paper and a nice breeze. Could use some fresh paint and an air freshener. I will for sure, I will for sure be back here making some... <laughs> Jesus Christ... I will for sure be back here making some mud off track uh, during the race tomorrow night. Great effort for only having two restrooms on the infield here. They do a good job of making sure they rank highly on the Puskis Pooper Review Scale. 7.7 7 out of 10, Bristol Dirt. Not bad. That's not bad. No, not that's, bad. that's pretty average. I think we had an all-time low the other week with uh, that Wytheville Raceway at a <coughs> negative three. But We did, yeah. Yes, yeah, so we do. Uh, we do have a bunch of Patreon questions. A lot of them do pertain to uh, to the NASCARs. So, let's hear them. Uh, let's uh, let's get into them. Uh, we'll go with a uh, Tyler Bauer first. Uh, how much w- better will the fifty one be now that Cody Ware is hopefully never driving it again? Why would happen? Not much because Matt Crafton spun himself out like six times. Yeah, but to so. be fair, started three quarters of the field. Well, I want to go out on a limb and say that uh, Matt Crafton probably won't be driving that thing full time. I would think that probably Riley Herbst is going to end up driving it, and he'll probably uh, finish a decent twenty fourth once or twice. Yeah, so I mean, more it, like thirty seconds. I can't imagine anybody other than Cody Ware would be a downgrade. Not, not, yeah, would not be. Did you guys hear what what he did? 
beat the shit out of somebody. Allegedly. I, just, I wasn't sure if you guys had heard. Yeah, Bob, I'll show it. I'll send you it. Allegedly. Yeah, I, fucking, I missed it. <laughs> Are we sure it wasn't his Aaron Carter looking brother? Allegedly. Uh, I want candy. You know, how bad does your life have to be? Where your father is literally a billionaire, and both you and your brother are in jail, or did something to go to jail. I believe that's rich kid entitlement at its finest. Well, uh, we'll we'll get a little bit further down here. Uh, Austin Flanagan says a Cody Ware Weapon of the Year candidate. Uh, yeah, close. Yeah, I mean um, top runner for sure. We'll have to see how Loudon shakes out next weekend, but yeah, definitely he's definitely up there. Um, it's got to be. Mm, wow. I mean, I, I don't. I guess I've never. You literally have your choice of. NASCAR, sports cars, I think drag racing. IndyCar. IndyCar. Probably could throw together a Monster Jam team. They have, <laughs> they have, and the only reason I know this is because I watched it on accident. They have a flat track bike, like, race team. Yeah. You have your choice yeah. of any of those forms of motorsport. And all you got to do is not beat the piss out of your girlfriend. <laughs> That's it. That's all you have to do is just not do that. And yeah. you, you couldn't hang on to it. I, I, I was going to say, I've, I've never been in the financial situation that they've all been in, um, but I would like to think that I would be way more well-behaved if I was born on third base. And just all I needed to do was just... Just not beat the shit out of your girlfriend. Just, That's it. Yeah. Now, in a in a more realistic way of looking at it, this is actually really sad. Like, this kid's been open about how mentally he's not fucking right. Like, he just... this something going on. He's... He's been open about about that, and obviously he's got some fucking real issues. Yeah, and and I would assume just going off of the fact that him and his brother both have kind of done the same thing, they probably probably something uh, something in their upbringing or uh, just some sort of screws loose. Probably dad was probably out racing every weekend, and yeah, I don't know. Now also to now thinking about it, all the shit that Rick Ware Racing has, why wouldn't you consolidate and just make one really really good program? Because you, because he's making money with everything he does. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. It's probably that. Uh, Matt Scene says, uh, "Mary fuck kill Easter candy edition, Reese's peanut butter eggs, fuck. Starburst jelly beans, or Robin eggs." Which are Robin eggs just Cadbury eggs? Because those should definitely be in. Definitely this. gonna marry the uh, the jelly the jelly bean deals there because Starburst jelly beans are fucking fantastic. Uh, fuck the Cadbury egg things because I don't really love chocolate, but I like it better than peanut butter. And peanut butter can just fucking go die. I uh, will absolutely. I'm just gonna assume that the Robin eggs are the Cadbury ones. I'm gonna are absolutely. The, are they are the, the, the little ones though? Aren't they? Yeah. I thought. Then what are the are the Whopper like eggs just uh, called Whopper eggs? I don't think anyone's putting those in a Mary fuck kill category. Well, I don't know why wouldn't you put <laughs> Cadbury eggs? That's the obvious fucking choice. Well, yeah, but I would have just assumed that that's what they are because those are the most popular candy i feel like between i like know, just and easter I, and i like a whopper okay yeah well, i'm just not a big candy sorry. guy I no um, i try to stay away from it yeah. it gives me a stomach i i will say that two of these uh, i would definitely indulge in and i indulged in one yesterday because i couldn't find the cadbury um eggs but uh, i will absolutely be marrying the uh, the cadbury robin eggs um the cadbury eggs are an absolute delight um accidentally um well, not accidentally, but I did receive a, a full bag of those a um, handful of weeks ago from Amanda, and I action, accidentally ate the whole thing um, in almost one sitting. Uh, I will be fucking the Reese's Peanut Butter Eggs because I had one of those yesterday. They are fucking delightful, and I will absolutely kill Starburst Jelly Beans because Jelly Beans are fucking foul. <coughs> Mary Reese's because they're elite. Uh, fuck the Cadbury Egg and kill the Starburst Jelly Beans. Uh, Starburst stink. Starburst Jelly Beans stink. Candy that tries to rip my teeth out of my gums stinks. I like it. <laughs> uh, 
I feel the same way. Brian Hahn says, uh, kill it with fire or love it, peeps. Oh my god, kill it. Kill it. Kill it so kill quickly. It. Kill peepsy. Kill peeps. Kill anything that rhymes with peeps. Kill it and then light it on fire and then stomp it and then kill it again and then... And then feed it to a homeless raccoon. <laughs> As, a, as opposed to a raccoon that has a home. <laughs> yes. A, a domesticated raccoon does not deserve <laughs> that beep. There was a domesticated raccoon in Gary's shop that uh, existed. I don't know if it was name. domesticated on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think it domesticated itself. <laughs> well, didn't it, it seemed, live in the lathe? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> I forgot what its fucking name is. Yeah. Metal uh, chips are just like so Chandler comfy. or something. Yeah. Uh I don't know. Peeps are. Just, I don't know. I've never been. I've never once woken up and been like, I need a fucking bag of peeps. And I've never been like, yeah, those can go die. My mom got me some peeps uh, with my Easter basket. Yes, thirty years old. And I got an Easter basket, and uh, I've got this new infatuation. If you follow me on uh, Twitter or you have me on Snapchat, Did you put it in the microwave. Uh, I crushed a perfect. Well, not perfectly good because I was throwing away, but I crushed a radiator in the press on Saturday just for something to do and took a video of it. And uh, maybe I'll bring the peeps to work and crush <laughs> them in the press just to see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Probably light them on uh on I'm assuming your father was that. not in the shop. No. He he uh, he saw it, though, and he was he was amused. I folded that fucking radiator up. It was like stronger than they appear. Is it a Timmons built? Uh, no, no, it was an AFCO one, oh. but I uh, I was throwing it away. I put I built two brand new radiators this winter, so uh, and that one was, it was wrecked. It was still functional, but it didn't work good, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have some fun. <laughs> Fuck I'm, this room. I'm going to make a video that's going to get nine Twitter likes. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Fuck peeps. Um, Andy Sippy Byron says, uh, can you give us the backstory to all the one-liners you do during during the shows? You're going like, to have to be way more specific. Like apparently, I think you say up, up on the outside. So that was a Marco Thomas at Oxford. I believe the original one was... Was uh, Matt Dufault was yeah. passing for the lead on the outside. Up, up on the outside. And Matt Dufault. <laughs> it was just up, up on the outside. And then Woody Pitcat went back and listened to shows like zero through nine when all we would do is just belligerently rant and say shit like that. And uh, he kind of brought it back into life. Yeah. Marco hasn't announced at Oxford for years, so we kind of forgot. He is still Marco. around, though, trying to get him on the show. He doesn't he's, check his uh, DMs. He's actually going to... Uh, Gonna be calling some races at Star this year. Oh I think. shit! Hell yeah! Allegedly, I don't. Know. Maybe I might have. You know nothing. Supposed to. <laughs> you know nothing. Uh, <laughs> and then he says, uh, "I think you say wide. It's wide, wide, which is uh, it's a kind of a spinoff from Cold uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin going what after you know yeah. beer what tequila wide." And we 110% just ripped that from the Pat McAfee show. Yeah, yeah. People that don't listen to the Pat McAfee show typically don't know what that is. Wide. And, every, and, and everyone thinks it's wide. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely the, uh, the W-H-A-D. A-A-A-D. Wide. Yeah, so uh, that is a anytime <laughs> that is an Br- Anytime Brad and I go on a road, tri- uh, road trip of some sorts, the, the car will just be silent other than music will be playing. And then you'll just hear from the backseat a perfectly interjected wad in like a song lyric from one of us. And then we'll just crack up for the next 10 minutes. Yeah. And normally the people we are riding with go, fuck. (laughs) These kids again. Uh, And then uh, right like this, that's a Dan Collinson Mm -hmm. thing. Yeah, Yeah. that's talking about your penis being hard. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If a a race car makes you write like this, that means that you are fully erect. Yes. Um, If, uh, if. It's hard to remember them all, but if another one comes up uh, and I think of it, we'll uh, we'll give you a breakdown. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure there are hundreds that we just don't oh, even yeah. think about anymore. 
Mason Dunn says, if you had to pick one driver to risk money on every week, who would you choose between Corey LaJoy, Harrison Burton, and Ty Dillon? I would rather throw my money um, at the homeless raccoons than these three, but... Corey LaJoy, probably. Harrison Burton's got the better equipment of the three, but... Doesn't fucking matter. God, does he stink. (laughs) (laughs) Ty Dillon drove to the top five at one point last night, and I'm like, well, good for him, and I couldn't even finish the thought, and he bounced the thing off the fence and was 17th immediately. To to be fair, uh, (laughs) the last four weeks, including Bristol Dirt, he's finished 9th, 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 and 11th. Ty Gibbs. That's Ty Gibbs, not yeah. Ty Dillon. Right. Is that, oh, wait, is that not what we're talking about? No. Oh, Ty, Ty Dillon. Dillon. Oh, yeah. absolutely not betting anybody on Ty Dillon. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. no. So, yeah, Corey LaJoy, but it's, you're going to, you're, you're losing money. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, uh, Other than maybe Atlanta. <laughs> right. Well, I, I don't know what, why what, Corey LaJoy goes faster. I guess it depends but. on what the premise of the bet is. Like, are we doing a plus minus? Is it overall position? What are we doing? I would assume it's either position or just, because uh, it says uh, risking money. I just assume it's probably to win. So He uh, should have changed yeah. it to if you had to pick one driver to lose money on every week. Um, Corey LaJoy. Ty Dillon. Oh. Oh. Um, also, Weapon of the Week nominees, the entire mini truck field at Langley. They did all ARCA truck. I, I, I don't know what that is referring to. Did they, uh... they, they, two guys got together, and then nine more guys got together after the fact that didn't need to be together. That makes sense. My, uh, ARCA trunks. <clears throat> my Weapon of the Week nominee is Lindsay, a thousand percent. And uh, reason being, she was doing dishes earlier before you guys showed up. And uh, the we have one of them. Uh, you, you got your faucet deal, and then you got one of them sprayer deals on no, the hose. Tell me more. I don't know how they work. Right. So the button on it's fucked up. So like she was trying to use the, the sprayer deal, and it was stuck on the sprayer no matter what you did. So she got frustrated and fucking put it back. Well, she went to do something, went right back to the sink. Two seconds later, fi- fired the water on and sprayed herself with the fucking <laughs> hose. <laughs> 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 Well, that oh, wasn't on uh, that wasn't on Mason's list of uh, no, parodies, no. But, but I uh, need to we'll, uh, we'll add <laughs> to it. I, I actually, I actually do have a weapon while we're while we're at it. I might as well get mine in here too. Uh, my weapon. Uh, I was on the drive home from work today, and uh, I saw a guy in a truck that had defund Noah N O A A on the back in letters that you would put on a mailbox. Like, Love that. it wasn't a sticker. It wasn't like everyone wants the national. O- Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration defunded. <laughs> this guy. Just this guy did. Isn't this the company that predicts hurricanes? Like, yes. Yes. What I are they doing? You know what, sir? I almost... I, I was swear to God this guy passed me, and I tried to catch up to him. I was going 85. It's a 65 hey, on 295. Run. I just wanted to get a picture of it. I got questions. And, and or right hook him, and just while he's still seat buckled in with like the wheels still spinning on his truck, just go over there, knock on the window, and be like, Sir, 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 Not even I back. want you to show me on this Doppler where it touched you. <laughs> like, no, no. What? what did the hurricane put in your butt? Yeah, like there's no reason for, like, how uh, how much do you hate weather, man? Like, are they beating women and children <laughs> behind our backs? Like, what's going on that you need them defunded for? Not, not, even, ma- not even mad, just really, really just want to have a conversation. This That's man, I actually might go do the same thing to my truck. <laughs> This guy must have watched a, a tornado or a hurricane come rolling through and just pick up a baby Fuck and just that's it. bounce it off the the, mo- the mother. And just he's like, you know what? I'm fucking sick of this shit. Grabs, grabs his coat and his shotgun off the yeah. shelf, slams the door. I just don't know where the premise is. And I swear I was going so fast trying to catch this guy. I had so many questions. I wanted to see what he looked like. Couldn't even do that. He was ripping. 
Oh, uh, and it wasn't worth the fucking <laughs> jail trying, time for my was, ticket. He was trying to run from the tornado he knew nothing about. <laughs> yeah, because he fucking defunded, he defunded the Doppler, so he had no idea if there was a fucking hurricane behind him. This guy's wife accidentally turns on the weather channel, and he has a fucking brain aneurysm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, what an absolute meatloaf. <laughs> Uh, uh, instant cardiac arrest <laughs> when, a hur- when, a, when a hurricane is being predicted in Florida. <laughs> uh, so what was the question? Uh, Mason Dunn was talking about uh, weapons of the week. Right. He had three more. His first one was the mini truck field at Langley. It was uh, Cody Ware, lap traffic at Five Flags, and Chase Briscoe. Um, Cody Ware, yeah, we know. Lap traffic at Five Flags. Don't know what happened. Probably rich kids and prolate models, if I had to guess. <laughs> and Chase Briscoe, he was, I I can't believe Ross Chastain got behind the wheel of the 14 on the final restart of the Bristol race. <laughs> yeah. And drove right through Ryan Blaney. <laughs> yeah. I uh, <laughs> spun him out. <laughs> for, uh, for someone who had Christopher Bell to win and Chase Briscoe for a top three, I was really upset that uh, yeah. he wrecked himself and Ryan Blaney uh, coming there. Or I guess he didn't wreck. Mm-hmm. He, he ruined his chance of a top three. He still finished fifth, but uh, he was... He did drive right through the 12 car. He was pretty uh, He's pretty sad. I mean, he's obviously a good dirt racer. I really thought he was going to be able to get a third out of it. Unfortunately, he did not. So, yeah. Fuck Chase Briscoe. Uh, Sean Miner says, uh, who has the lower IQ? I'm People- going to fist fight this man when I meet him. <laughs> <laughs> People throwing away Bud Light they've already paid for because they are they went woke. Or people who think a super late model bouncing off the chip isn't one of the greatest sounds in the world. He just compared me to Kid Rock, and I am going to <laughs> fucking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's the dumber one? I think it's the second, second one. one. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is we were sitting at uh, we're oh, shooting we fucking beer that you already paid for <laughs> is dumber than not thinking that these stupid fucking race cars go. Sounds cool. That sounds fucking no, sick. Not that. Sounds to the point where absolutely bedarded. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Maybe? that's good. No, 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 no. Connor. Oh, he's one of the oh. Arizona uh, uh, fucking shout out out bitch pigeons. Shout out uh, wet jeans. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so if you don't know, uh, Wet Jeans is not a hockey podcast, but it's two guys that uh, have uh, very much uh, interest in hockey and uh, used to play hockey, and uh, they call everything getting bedarded. <laughs> because, uh, you can't say it the other way. Cause, yeah, because they're... Can't they say live what, in, Bob? Because they live in Retarded. Arizona. Oh, oh, I knew that was going to get beeped. I knew I was going to get beeped, but I just wanted to say it. Anyway. It's just not going to get beeped. <laughs> <laughs> one of the one of the episodes in the vault that you posted on Patreon uh, has a for sure uh, moment of you dropping the hard uh, hard retard word. Yeah. <laughs> <Damn it. laughs> I was gonna say yeah, I'm not shocked about that because uh, I, th- there's still I don't think you understand that there's like a ton of podcasts that I listen to right now that not only say that but also like have way worse stuff. I was uh, just it, talking but. about reducing the timing on my Chevy V8. Okay. Yes. Yes. Um, no, you weren't. <laughs> Uh, what was I just gonna anyway, say? Sean, we uh, as soon as we meet, I'm gonna shake your hand, and then probably you should duck. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I was, I think I was going through the uh, the um, fucking power rankings for the BFP power rankings. Obviously, those for, are top tier, by the way. Yeah, yeah. you, you, you are a very an good absolute job genius. <laughs> <with those. laughs> Every week, so I was going through it. Like Amanda was like laying next to me. We were watching the Masters. I was going through this, and I was like just like taking out like people, putting in like different words and stuff. Like just going through. She's like, I think that's one of like my favorite things that 
like you guys do. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, you I guys. Appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. As and, uh, <laughs> well, then like we just started talking about the show and she's like, there's just some like really funny moments when you do that. And there's just like some things I just don't understand. And she's like, like, I, I just don't understand how Bobby doesn't like when supers hit the chip. <laughs> Swear to God. <laughs> oh my God. And, uh, <laughs> but also it's Sweetheart. definitely, it's definitely I the first one. I thought we were friends. <laughs> It's it definitely is, the first uh, one because uh, Kid Kid Rock's video is uh, pretty egregious and all the yee-yees uh, that fucking followed. Yeah, I mean, I, I drank <laughs> so much Bud Light this weekend and... Why? Did it change your sexuality in any way, Bob? Didn't suck a single dick. Did it, <laughs> did it plug your butt in any way whatsoever? No. no. Does it make you hate anybody else just no. for drinking it? No, absolutely not. Did you still get drunk? Uh, yep. I, I see no issue here. Hate us for the right reasons. Yeah. Or hate hate somebody for the right reason. Yeah, I don't understand it. Like Hate Bud Light because it's fucking terrible and tastes <clears> like <throat> shit. Not that, because there's a rainbow in the can. That's that's not it. It's, it's definitely that. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's very good. <laughs> wide, wide. Not a political podcast. We could go on a rant about all this, but yeah. what we're short story long. What we're saying is, I'm just. I drank Bud Light before. I, I'm going to drink it after. I don't really care. I mean, it's correct. That seems to be like the only right answer. <coughs> and I enjoy uh, Bud Light way more than I enjoy super late models sounding like they're blowing up halfway down the straightaway. What's the next ne- question? Ne- next question is a. Uh, oh, has to be wrong. Oh, this is a. This is a new patron, so I'm gonna. Get, welcome to the club. Welcome uh, to the to all the pals. We are gonna fuck your name up on numerous occasions. Uh, Michael Bashi. Bashi. Bash. Bashi. It's. It's it's what we just said, Charlie. Bash. <laughs> Bash. Bashi. Uh, thank you for subscribing. Bashay. Appreciate you. Yeah, shout uh, out. Bashay. Bashay does Bashay. sound a lot better, so we're going to try to go Bashay. Um, and if it's not that, you should probably change that. Uh, what's up, dudes? Longtime listener of the program, new Patreon pal. Fuck yeah. <clears throat> going to be in New London, Connecticut for a friend's graduation weekend of May 12th to 14th and want to catch some New England short track racing while I'm in town. Recommendations on what speedway? To hit while I'm there. Well, well if you're in Waterford, Connecticut, there's one in the town you're gonna be in, but <laughs> there's, there's gonna be something awful convenient for you. Well, yeah, wait till you find out what's also in New London. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure that he knows that. Yeah. Uh, the 12th to the 14th. Uh, when I saw that date range, I was like, well, that it, that's a weekend, obviously, so that would include a Friday night. So uh, I would uh, I would definitely start out. Well, he also did say New England short track, not tracks. But if you're trying to hit a couple of them, you could definitely do the old. Stafford Speedway on uh, Friday night, and then do uh, Waterford on Saturday. Um, say, that's uh, what would we say May May <clears throat> May twelfth through the fourteenth. May twelfth to the thirteenth. Bartlett <clears throat> on the twelfth, and OPS also races on Saturday. He's going to be in New London, yeah, Connecticut, not yeah, Portland, Maine. Well, that's the only thing I have on mine. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> He's gonna drive all the way. He, from might, Connecticut go, he might go to Bartlett to watch go karts. Go karts. Yeah, for five dollars. I doubt it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty positive that uh, the twelfth is Stafford's opening day, so uh, that would be pretty cool to check out. I know that uh, obviously they have the uh, the Spring Sizzler, but I think that they have a week off. I could be very wrong in saying that, but I'm pretty sure that, that is the case. So. Um, yeah, May 12th, check out Stafford, uh, 13th, go to Waterford and tell daddy that we sent you and bring in your own alcohol and see what happens. Um, <laughs> they will kick you off for the remainder of the season. <laughs> yeah. Which probably doesn't matter to you either because uh, it doesn't seem like you're going to be coming back because you seem like you're from far away. Um, yeah. appreciate you being a, being a, uh, new, pr- new Patreon pal. Jesus Christ. Pal of the program. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate you. Woody Pickett says, uh, why the hell is everyone so soft and wants a penalty for every altercation on the track amongst driver to driver? Are we really that much of wine bags? What was Dale Earnhardt's penalty for rattling Terry Labonte's cage? Come on, people. Uh, why is this angry point? old man yelling at us? <laughs> <laughs> we didn't call for any sort of yeah. penalty. I wonder what, what 
I mean, Woody's he's got a fucking hair across his ass here. What sparked this? Uh, I would assume people assume that, saying that Ryan Priest needs the same penalty that Denny Hamlin got. Yes, I would assume that it was the Ryan Priest. And did Ryan want to come on tonight and admit to it? Uh, Probably not. So. Then he's not getting a penalty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm going to assume no. Um, yeah, so I, I kind of that's kind of why we didn't touch on the NASCAR stuff, or that we'd be able to do it while we go through the Patreon question. So I'm assuming that this is based on that in, uh, altercation, I guess, um, which. Uh, the group chat was uh, heavily divided yesterday. I will say that. Um, Anybody who's on Kyle Larson's side is wrong. Yeah, um, yeah. I feel like a lot of people. I feel like there's a there's a, a handful of people that uh, might like Kyle Larson um, for all the wrong reasons, and um, they're wrong. they're also Morgan Wallen fans. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> Morgan does make some good music. Um, and yeah, but for the same reason as their Kyle Larson. Fans. Well, that's probably yeah. That's probably why. Yeah. Um, but I I <clears throat> I do I did like Kyle Larson. I have a bunch of diecasts of uh, you know him in the forty two car. I was obviously a big Hendrick Motorsports guy growing up. Um, he just seems to be becoming more and more of a clown yeah. every time he gets an opportunity well, to be a, like a champion and like a voice of the sport he i don't know it just he seems to have just a shitty point of view on some things and i think that the, his whole point of view with like the especially like the D- bristol dirt race and all that shit he was the only dirt guy that seemed to have a problem with it because reddick had a great time christopher bell certainly had a great time didn't say it was not dirt track racing or anything like that chase Briscoe and, said it was the best that it's been and when kyle larson is hyped up to be the greatest dirt track fucking phenom to ever dirt track on dirt and he doesn't win on the bristol dirt track all of a sudden he's like well it's not a really real dirt race anyway it's like a little kid throwing temper tantrum denny hamlin absolutely summed all of it up perfectly (laughs) as far as how i feel about the situation now i like kyle larson i think he's probably one of the most talented race car drivers that walks the face of this planet a generational talent but and denny's his friend and um, me and Denny, we're we're uh, we're getting to be similar in where we go on podcasts and alienate our friendships uh, with our friends that we race against. Mm. He basically just shit all over Kyle. Was like, yeah. me and Kyle are friends, but he said Kyle puts guys in bad spots and then gets mad when it goes bad. It's like he and he's like he's done this to me. Like he he gets tired of me racing him at road courses and then just drives me off the track to a point where I either have to lift or drive off the racetrack. And he said that's what he did to Ryan. He drove him into the fence and Ryan didn't lift. And then he gets all pissed off when Ryan does it back. It's a it, he did the same thing in his late model race that he had on Wednesday or whatever. Even Jonathan Davenport at the end of the race on flow was like, "Yeah, I was I was pretty nice to him a couple times." Like Kyle just kind of sails it into the corner with no regard, which is part of why he is exciting to watch. He, I mean, he it, there is no doubt that he is a generational talent, no matter what type of race car he's in. And when, on any type of service. And but when, when, when you're as good as he is, you can be that arrogant and you can pull that shit, but you can't like throw a fucking fit when somebody does it back. Right. That I think that's where the respect gets lost because he was just paying me back for whatever he was mad about. He was mad that you drove him in the fence, Kyle. Like, like stuffed him. And like, then not only that, it, it, it damages Ryan's car. Then the car breaks. Ryan spins out. You ru- you basically ruined his night, essentially. Yeah. And and Kyle also goes ahead and ruins his own night. Yeah, because he, he Ryan bounces him pit. off the Yeah, Ryan bounces him off the or after yeah, Ryan bounces him off the wall and then chases him down the racetrack, door slamming the shit out of him until he wrecks himself. It's like who who do you really between what you were about to say, Charlie, and that, who who can you be mad at other than yourself? Well, uh, the, everything leading up afterwards, or leading after the, the Priest incident, 
Yellow comes out for the stage break. Kyle, who is very open about being like the modern day Cole Trickle and doesn't know how race cars work, opts into just not changing tires, which immediately backfires on him. Four laps into the next run, spins himself out because everybody's buzzing around him, and he just sails it into one of the potholes and spins himself out. Now he's restarting last when he had already won the first stage, finished third in the second stage was probably going to at least have a top five run no matter what he did, even if he had a bad day, and now puts himself so far behind the eight ball that now he knows he has to go back around Ryan Priest, who he's already pissed off at this point, and then get exactly what he deserved. Yeah. That being said, I I like Kyle Larson. I I just I think that he's being kind of a clown lately. That's it. I, I also like Kyle Larson, um, and he, he is. I mean, that he's it was so refreshing to hear Denny's point on it because – Obviously, we're friends with Ryan Priest. We like Kyle Larson. But listening to Denny, you, you know, you go into listening to his show, you're like, well, Denny and Kyle are like best buds. So I fully expected Denny to just absolutely clown all over Ryan. And he didn't. He did the exact opposite. And it, it actually helped, like, validate, like, the way I, I saw it. You know, like, I'm, I always saw it in, in a way where I could see where someone could be like, oh, well, you're obviously favoring Ryan because you're friends with Ryan. Yeah, for sure. But, I mean, he... Kyle did stuff him in the fence. And then what did Ryan do? Ryan said, you know, it's game over now and goes and does it to him again. He got loose. He doesn't race dirt. Exactly. And he did it absolutely flawlessly. Very much the mentality of if if I'm not going to win the race, I don't care who wins, but I, you also are not going to win the race. That's how I treated the iRacing heat race last yeah. week. <laughs> absolutely fucking clown move. The, the biggest clown thing that Kyle Larson does is go out in the media and be like, Wow, did you? I mean, it was an hour, hour and a half ago. I mean, I don't know why he was still mad. We should have just grown up and been mature about it. Bitch, have you what? raced against any race car driver? Even Denny Hamlin's like, he should try doing that. He's like, Kyle holds <laughs> grudges just like everybody else does. Yeah, the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard come out of his mouth. And I, well, well, second, I guess. Yeah. But what was the first? <laughs> <laughs> and then he throws up the, I thought we were going to handle it like grown-ups. Like, what are we, 12? Who talks like that? Yeah, so you want to run a guy in the fence, and then if you just go on and win the race and he doesn't, that's all cool. But the fact that he paid you back and now you're out of the race, and oh, now we're not handling it like men. That's that's a good way to handle it like men, I think. I yeah, know. That, I, that I, is the way to handle it like a man. I don't know. Like, Was he expecting a fist fight? Because I don't know if Kyle's ever seen himself, but he's about this tall. Yeah, I don't know if he's ever seen Ryan, because uh, Ryan's not small. Yeah. He's, he's a stocky little fuck. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. works like on a farm, has like horses and shit, and Kyle fucking races a dirt late model every day, all day, wakes up in one. He's that would be. 5'3". We sh- we should do a, a the next bracket challenge that we should do on our Facebook page is a fight club bracket of cup drivers who would win in fist fights. <laughs> Probably uh no, I'm not gonna say Kevin it. Harvick. No well okay. <clears throat> we'll just leave it at that. I bet Joey Logano's a first round uh, uh exit. <laughs> yeah, you just flick his Adam's apple, he starts crying. Uh <laughs> Sorry to end Woody's question with bashing his favorite guy, but uh, <laughs> Woody does have a fucking boner for Joey Logano. It's so weird. It's so weird. There's a couple people that are from the Connecticut and region. And it's also like Joey like, Logano lived in Connecticut for like all of six minutes and then had a more emotional time winning in Atlanta than he did at Loudoun. Yeah. So it's like, what are we even talking about? I, I always like heard everyone talk about that. Like, oh, yeah, Joey Logano likes from Connecticut, but didn't really live there. And then like, never just really raced like, up here, didn't really do anything other than quarter midgets and then fucked off and never came back. Yeah. Legend car at Waterford a few times. I just, just seeing him like crying how so emotional he was. 
Seeing how like emotional oh, I was. Reagan needs to take him on the chin here. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing how emotional he was after winning at Atlanta, I was like, oh yeah, he really just doesn't really like. Yes, he's, yeah. he's not from Connecticut. No, um, at all. But uh, and what he's gonna, I guarantee, Texas. He's like, he lived here till he was fourteen. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, Kristen Wilson Smith says, uh, <laughs> "This is actually a really good question." Um, but uh, who who are your 2023 champion picks for the NASCAR Wheel and Modifieds, the American Canadian Tour, the Pro All Stair Series, and the Granite State Pro Stock Series? I mean, I don't know how you can't pick Doug Kobe on the Wheel and Tour. I mean. The seven team won last year with eighty five different drivers. Now Doug's the full time uh, steering wheel holder in that thing. Haven't had a great start to the year, but uh, I wouldn't. Yeah, he certainly has the experience. Obviously, um, it's hard to go against Justin Bonsignor. Um, the way Austin Beers has been running, though, I mean, I don't think he's anybody's uh, favorite. Certainly, to win it, but the first, if you're going off just the first two races this year, uh, he's had a lot of speed um, in that sixty four car. So. They have something figured out, that's for sure. Um, I mean, there's always a handful in the modifieds, I feel. Um, I feel like it wouldn't be the worst choice either if we're going back, like, to down to act or anything like that, that DJ goes back to back. Yeah, I mean, um, the, the um, I don't know, I guess I don't know the logistics. I know last year, like, Glue Chalky didn't go to the Canadian races, and that's pretty much why he lost the championship. But, but I mean, how do you not pick him or DJ right. at this point? Yeah, uh, those two are always they battling both, first and second. They both like won it at Hickory. Um, Derek obviously won the weekly show at Thompson last weekend. And um, I think DJ has won at Loudon before. That well, it was gonna wasn't it gonna like gonna be his first win, and then he got DQ'd, got DQ'd for something. Or, yeah, yeah, but he, either way, like you, you know, he'll be uh, he'll be yeah. a threat to win this weekend. I'm yeah. sure, old Derek. Pro All Star Series. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Depends on who runs every race. Yeah, it's gonna be whoever finishes the best of the three people that do every race, <laughs> um, which very well may be Gabe Brown or Trevor. I guess I don't know. I don't know if Trevor's doing the full schedule or. They have something figured out. <laughs> last, but... last year's champion Ryan Coon wasn't at Thompson. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's already said he's not doing a full season this year anyway. Um, I respect that. Uh, I don't know. Is Johnny doing the full season? He wasn't. Joey Dwyron, maybe. Joey doing the full yeah, season? Yeah, but they struggled. Struggled at Hickory, struggled at Thompson. Yeah, but, I mean, survey says that you can struggle for most of it, and as long as you're one of the only people to show up to every race, that's all that's going to matter. So, I don't know. And I'll be completely honest. I don't know what the fuck's going on with Granite State. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I don't even say. know who runs full time Granite State. Yeah. <clears throat> Casey, Rusty Poland, Casey Call. Uh, yeah, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, Whelan mods. I'll go. Uh, I'll go. Ron Silk picks up the championship. Um, I know he picked up the win at uh, New Smyrna, didn't he? Am I wrong in saying that? I believe he did. That happened three years ago. Yeah, I know. I don't weird. remember what It was happened. weird that then they went to Richmond. I don't know where he ended up finishing uh, at Richmond. I was actually just trying to look that up because if he finished dead last, I was going to just go with the, the old shock, Justin Bonsignor, because I just didn't want to pick Doug Kobe. Um, obviously, uh going to be pulling for them guys. Uh, I like the Tommy Ball, the crew. But um, just uh, just to be different, pick, uh, I'll pick Ron Silk for the uh, the tour mod. Uh, Derek Luchaki for the American Canadian Tour. I mean, he just seems like he's he's uh, the class of the field so often. Obviously, DJ's always uh, always up there, but um, it just seems like you know Derek Derek's pretty good at sealing the deal, picking up the wins. Um, so I'll go with Derek Luchaki. Um, Pro also series, like I said, uh, I'll go Gabe Brown and uh, Granite State. Yeah, I don't know um, who runs Granite State. <clears throat> That's a great question, actually. Should I, should I just do a live uh, live? Google have you ever been? Have you State? ever been to Bangor for a race? 
Yes. Yes. You've been to Bangor. I was going to say, they have a Granite State race on the 24th. I think that would be a good one to go to. June and the R&R Street Stock Tour is going to be there. And I have that night off. And I'm like, am I going to do something dumb and go to Bangor for a fucking race? <laughs> Fuck around and find out. Go to Bangor? Because <laughs> I think I might. <laughs> I'd be down for that. Bangor is... It's a good once every eight years, and it's been about eight years since yeah. I've been there. Well, see, Bangor is, for all intents and purposes, kind of a shithole. But there's a, there's a casino up there now. It is a racetrack that puts on really good racing. And I've been there once or twice, I think. And we were up there, um, I think last time, it was like Limiteds were racing the street stocks, and there was fucking a good 20 or 30 of them. And they put on a hell of a show because it's a tiny little racetrack. It's very Unity-esque, I think. Yeah, uh, flat, bumpy, there's fucking stumps growing out through it. There's tires all around for the wall. Um, it's a shithole, but it's a cool little shithole. It definitely should go to a, a one, if not all, of those Grand Estate races for sure to support that. One or two. Because <laughs> there's two. Yeah, one or all. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. three. Jimmy yeah, Renfrew run full-time? I have no <laughs> idea. I, I couldn't even tell you. Uh, if Joy DeWiron's doing it, I assume he's not, but Joy DeWiron. But other than that, Flip a coin. Flip a dice. There's probably five Flip guys, dice. three or four or five guys that could Six pull it off. Oh, uh, uh, thoughts on DJ's car? <clears throat> I got yelled at for liking it. <laughs> what the fact that it's just all white with the new sponsor or whatever? Yeah, it's it's all it's all white with like um, an very setback number with a huge logo on the door, so it's like the opposite of a cup car, and then the same logo on the quarter panel. When I say I like it, I mean I like the colors of it. I don't. Mi- I actually don't mind it. Uh, a lot of people liked it on Facebook. Um, I think and, it's uh, clean. Yeah. When I yeah, when I saw Different. it in person. Yeah. When I saw it in person, I didn't. I didn't like, even know it was DJ until you said something. Which yeah. I liked it just for the fact that it's a new sponsor in the sport. Yeah, I agree with that. Regardless of how it's done or who it is, getting sponsors involved and getting money into the sport helps the sport. The, helps the, get the car to the race. The track. best answer was when somebody, I think it was you, you said you asked DJ, and he's like, well, What do you think of it? He's like, They paid enough money for the car to look like however the fuck they wanted to. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. <laughs> I believe the sponsor's even on the roof. That's uh, it's on yeah. the inside of the windshield. Yeah, I don't think it has <laughs> a roof number. Just, yeah. <laughs> they the actually put uh, stickers of the bank on the tires before they put the tires yeah. on the car. <laughs> <laughs> White wall. No, uh, no, good walls. for DJ. Um, I, I think it looks all right. Uh, just very clean and simple, which is different from DJ's typical black and yellow and orange and all that stuff. So Definitely different. I enjoy it. Uh, Mitch Brown, uh, who will be the better cup driver 10 years from now, Ryan Priest or Cole Custer? Uh, I think, oh. Well, Ryan's got to win one race to tie him. Sure Longevity-wise, though, who is going to be able to stick around, though? Like, if Ryan doesn't have an absolute f- heater of a year and gets re-signed and continues to do that, is he going to be around in 10 years? Um, Cole Custer, I think, you know. I, I don't even know that he needs to have a heater of a year. Kevin Harvick's leaving. Eric Amarola stinks. Should have left last year. There might be two open cars. I mean, they're not. there's not many people in the Ford camp unless you can get Zane Smith and then maybe Riley comes with money. But um, I just don't – I mean, Cole Custer needs to have a good year. Cole Custer hasn't had a good year in Xfinity whatsoever. Should have yeah. won races by now. Hasn't. If, if we're talking pure driving <laughs> talent, I think Ryan Ryan Priest. Ten years from now, we'll be watching Ryan still race modifieds, winning races, and we will be like, oh, I remember that Custer fucking weirdo. Yeah. He yeah. fell off his car in victory lane that one time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Custer will be doing whatever Spencer Gallagher is doing right now. Um, Drugs. <laughs> running an airline? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Um, no, it, Mitch is just asking this because Ryan Priest has obviously had a tough year. Um, a lot of people 
a lot of people upset. Um, it's an interesting question. Though. It's it is. Yeah, Ryan has had a tough year, but a lot of it is not his doing. I mean, he was dominant at the Clash. Should have won the Clash. Broke. Um, at the 500, he was leading laps. Ran up front for quite a while. Then uh, there was some green flag pit stops. They were catching some slower traffic. Uh, everyone stacked up, and he got turned by the 34. Wrecked. Destroyed the car. Um, at Auto Club, they had a a uh, restart where everyone checked up on the outside. Someone spun Eric Almarola. He came down, hit Ryan, broke the right rear toe link. Um, literally the biggest crash in Auto Club history. Um, <laughs> Vegas, P23, not a great day. Phoenix finished 12th. Atlanta, he lost cylinder in stage one, plate track, got lapped every single 10 laps. Um, couldn't really do anything, just limped around all day. Coda, he was restarting eighth. Green white checkered uh, at the one of the last green white checkers or whatever um, was put like fourteen thirty was probably fourteen wide by everyone dive bombing into turn one just tried to get back on track before he had to rally cross it across the fucking <laughs> dirt got turned by the forty uh, fifty four and then uh, Richmond restarted thirteenth on uh, scuffs and fell back to eighteenth so I mean everyone else had tires thirteenth eighteenth fell back on scuffs was running pretty good um, and then obviously what happened at the dirt track he was running pretty well which. I think uh, I think the dirt track was probably the breaking point, which is why we saw what we saw. Um, like Ryan I mean, Ryan's very competitive. I don't know him as well as you guys do, but he's very. It's win or nothing is the vibe I get from him. So obviously he's got to be frustrated with how this year's going. I think Martinsville will be a good turning point for him. Uh, that'll be one to certainly watch him. Uh, it's kind of uh, right up his alley. Um, so hopefully that's one where he fires off good and uh, goes on a little bit of a heater and turns his ear around and. If if we're talking purely talent wise, it's absolutely Ryan Priest uh, over it, Cole Custer. It's but. just like the all the people that are all up in arms. Ah, oh, Ryan Priest sucks. Like okay, Cole Custer would have probably done just as bad in that car this year, which he did for most of last year. And if you're talking about pure driving talent, I mean Ryan would just jump into an Xfinity car and go win, or jump into a truck and go win. I mean Cole Custer's he was not oh, doing that. He was like doing shit in a Rick Ware car at the Coliseum last year. Yeah. So like no. It, the, the boy can drive a race car. He just, we've all had those years, and he is currently in one, which is not great when it's your first year in a top tier ride. But he'll figure it out. Yep. Uh, let's see. Tyler Owen um, says, uh, "Do you believe the open modified race was an instant classic at Thompson, and the exact race you want to showcase racing to a friend to get them into racing, or at least give them give racing a chance so they can become a fan?" I do. I do it. Had lots. Mm. I think he's missing a period. I do, period. Yeah. I do. It had... Okay, yeah. I do. It had lots of racing for the lead uh, slash top positions, and uh, it was clean. Well, it was all clean, he says, which uh, Ross Chastain did. Kill, Ross Chastain. But, um, I can't believe Ross Chastain was driving Anthony Bellows' car at Thompson and wrecked <laughs> our friend Woody. Uh, so... Is that what happened, what, by the way? Yes. I believe so. <laughs> uh, yeah, BFP on BFP violence. Hate it. Can't have it. Yeah. Uh, what, what Tyler was asking though is actually a, a pretty good question. Honestly, I, I think so. Um, it was definitely everything that you could pretty much ask for. Um, except for seeing our, uh, our good pal Woody with all the BFP stickers on in victory lane. Um, but I mean, it was really uh, a chess match that was like unfolding before your eyes. Cause it, at one point you were like, Oh, why is Swanson so shitty? Oh, why is junior so shitty? Oh, you know, Ronnie's a lap down. And then like all of them just came storming back um, you know, John McKennedy looked like ass for quite a while, but he was just riding around waiting for a caution and then stormed back up through the field. Uh, it was 
it was very, very entertaining <laughs> and definitely something that, you know, if, if you have a buddy that has never watched racing before and you're trying to get it into or get them into it, they, they you definitely want to check that one out because that was uh, that was definitely uh, definitely a fun watch. It was a good race for sure. Um, if you're trying to learn how uh, certain things work and race procedures and different uh, game plans and you know stuff like that that you can try and play play the games with tires and all that stuff, it's certainly a certainly one to figure a lot of that out with. There was uh, one more Patreon question, but we're not reading it, Scott. You fucking human. Yeah. Yeah. Is it that bad? Mm. Just say tree grow. That's the answer to his question. Mm-hmm. Tree grow. Yep. Uh, thanks for the question, Scott. We just answered it for you. Yep. Um, yeah. So we uh, you'll you'll see it eventually. Uh, I did <laughs> the only other notes that I had. Um, I had a shout out to uh, Brennan Pletcher, uh, one at Citrus County. I did uh, watch. I believe it was a reel on Instagram. Him and uh, some other Kazo Feller pal were having a hell of a battle. Kazo uh, Feller. <laughs> <laughs> they're having a they're having a real spirited battle. Uh, came took the white flag. They're side by side the Peller whole pal. whole way around the racetrack, and uh, he didn't even lay a fender on him. It was super cool. A uh, little drag race to the, to the line, beat him by a uh, by a fender, and uh, that was cool to see. And then uh, do we do we know how to say Jack's last name officially? Eli. I thought it was Eli. Yeah, it's E L Y. I just didn't want it to like be Ellie. like Bashy. <laughs> Ellie. Bishy. Jack Lee. Jack. It should just be that. It Jackily. Be Jackily. <laughs> Get it over with. Uh, um, shout out. Jackily. I was, I was pretty sure that's what it was, but if I just came up here and said Jack Eli super confident and someone was like, it's let's actually just, Ellie. Let's just call him Austin Beer's brother-in-law. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I picked up the win at the Mahoning Valley. Yeah. That was right. cool. Actually, beat, beat uh, Hirschman and Beer's. That was pretty impressive. Um, at Mahoning Valley. Yeah. The race champion modified series. So congrats to Jackily. Jackily. Out of boy Jackily. I just don't know. I, I always tell him, so I don't think I've ever heard anyone just like fully say his full name, but I did see, uh, or actually the only time I've ever, he's ever come up in conversation, we were doing a Sizzler race pool last year and, uh, Mike Rainville had a bunch of names in a hat. Well, it was like, you know, 10 bucks, but it like to you know pick a driver or whatever. And they had the whole entry list. It wasn't, you know, who was qualified. So I reached in, I think I got like Eric Goodale or something like that. I'm like, oh, cool, cool. Yeah. And then there was like a bunch of like really heavy hitters that were left in the hat. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, you know what? I'll grab another one. So I reached in and I, I got Jack. And I always tell him, I was Who like, the I, fuck is this guy? I, yeah. Yeah. I was like, I was pretty drunk. I was like, oh, it's 81. I got Todd Owen. And they're like, no, it's Jack. Jack. And then Mike was like, is it Eli? Ellie? I, he was, and he didn't know. So then ever since I've just in my head been like, I don't know how to say his last name. But uh, no, shout out to Jack. Picked up the win and uh, beat some pretty, uh, pretty stiff, stiff competition. Uh, the, uh, the only note I have, a um, little bit of sad news in the racing world. Um, Lawrenceburg Speedway, USAC Sprint Cars. Justin Owen lost his life in a qualifying crash on Saturday night. Uh, biked up, get in the corner, flipped into the fence. Um, sucks. Whether uh, I tweeted it Saturday night, whether it's strangers or the guy that you race with every week. Um, obviously, none of us want to see a fellow racer get killed in a race car. Um, doing what they love. So that was definitely a wicked bummer. Uh, they canceled the races for the rest of the night. Uh, Justin was the track champion at Lawrenceburg a year ago in the sprint cars, so he was trying to qualify for the USAC sprint car uh, main event. Definitely, uh, definitely sad. So condolences to uh, to his family and friends. Yep, very sad. I wasn't planning on a moment of silence there, but I guess it worked out. Yeah, I just didn't know what to add. I don't know if we had anything else. Uh, I feel like we should at least try some banana bread. But yeah, the moment of silence. Oh yeah, let's have another cupcake. <laughs> um, so uh, 
Anyway, uh, if you're listening to this now, uh, whether it's on your way to work or it's uh, Monday night, be prepared. Tuesday night, uh, it's going to be BFP in North America yet again. Uh, we're going to have our own little version called the Nice Breaker, uh, 69 laps at Thompson Motor Speedway. Uh, password will go up at 8 o'clock uh, for the iRacing server that we're going to have. Don't waste uh, your time at the trail. Again. <laughs> um, <laughs> Despite what Bobby said, it actually has been pretty decent last few weeks. Um, we broadcast Facebook Live right around 8.20-ish. Uh, and again, keep an eye out for the password at 8 because for the last three weeks, it has filled up in under two minutes. Um, so uh, thank you for everybody who's been supporting that. Spencer Morris done a great job. Uh, Jesse Thompson has uh, added to the uh, announcer's booth as well, too, from Speedway 660, so a little bit of Canadian flair. And then when Charlie and I inevitably don't <laughs> qualify, we show up, and I absolutely just poach the broadcast. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, no, we definitely did do that. Uh, and then uh, then we're going to put those back up on YouTube for the, the day afterwards for anybody to watch and enjoy. Um, and uh, that is also going to be uh, put on by Star Speedway. They just don't know that yet. Mm. So. Well, send him a bill. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we already sent uh, him one. But uh, invoices in the mail. Are we done? <clears throat> um, yeah, this weekend, though, Loudon, like I said earlier in the show, if enough of my friends bully me, I'll probably go. That means i got to work a lot of overtime this week. But Sounds like you're going, Bob. Yeah. I'm, uh, it's not peer pressure. It's just your turn. This time of year is the absolute worst time of year because it's like so close to racing season, but I'm not racing myself, but my cars are, my cars are pretty much ready. And I'm starting to get a little stir crazy, so I should probably go spend a day at the racetrack with my friends. Yeah, yeah, you probably should do that. Uh, like Charlie said, we're gonna have a pretty hot setup. Looking forward to it. I feel like the races. I think the last schedule I looked at. I feel like races start at like eleven o'clock in the morning or something like that. Like heat races. All right, um, so we can get home. Go to the bar. Yeah, <laughs> get home before the sun goes down. I'm uh, I'm going to Ladd, and then uh, it's gonna be a long solo trip for me because I'm gonna end up in uh, Massachusetts after the races are all over. But uh, looking forward to it. Obviously, she got her thesis paper done yet. Uh, probably not. No, she, she's a procrastinator. So if it's not due right now, she probably hasn't started it yet. But Love that. It's only forty pages. I'm gonna crack open the banana bread and give you an honest review. <laughs> um, what do you even know what her thesis is on, or what a thesis is? I should say. Uh, I don't know what a thesis is, but I do know that it's on uh, the state of national parks. Isn't the thesis that book that uh, gives you like words that are like other words? I think that's Oedipus. That <laughs> did what? <laughs> Oedipus, those are the things that the weed store sells so you don't have to smoke the weed. You can just eat it, right? You did what in your cup? I think that's a dab pen. <laughs> nah, it's not, it's not bad. bad. <laughs> this is so good. Speaking of the things that they 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 put the weed in so that you could... I might have to do some edibles. I'm going to go stuff a piece of <laughs> banana bread up my fucking ass. <laughs> I might have to do some Oedipus and, <laughs> and fucking eat some more banana bread. Holy shit, is this stuff good? Yeah, I had a second carrot. Are these left-handed okay. fucking banana bread? No. No? No. no. Well, Does he make left-handed items? I don't think so. I don't think so, no. Huh. That would be like the double short track baker. <laughs> <laughs> the baked baker. <laughs> now you're short, thinking. Short track <laughs> baker baker. Uh, wait, why is it that you bake, well, or what did I say earlier? Why is it that you bake cookies, but you cook well baked? I don't cook well baked. Just, I don't even think that marijuana is legal in Connecticut, is it? I'm not. There's a bunch of yuppies over on the ocean that probably don't like the fucking smell of skunk. <laughs> they should fucking. They should delicious. stop running them over. Then I'm not familiar with the uh, state of Connecticut laws. Well, DraftKings is legal. Ask so. your wife. 
I know you can't bring firewood from out of the state into Connecticut. That's like, oh. a, that's like a common thing for most places. I yeah, feel. I do know that you that, need a fire pit, and then yeah. you, you just don't need to have a fire. <laughs> did did uh, <laughs> did the Barney Fife fucking security officer come and look at your serial numbers on your firewood to make sure it was Connecticut firewood? <laughs> 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 did you have to provide your receipt? No, no. Uh, Gonna need to see the registration of your firewood yeah. here. Have to bring the axe so that he could see the fucking residue, match it up, mm. Mm. do forensics. Yeah. Why do Black people light. listen to this? Loudon this weekend. Come check it Go out. Go to Loudon or don't. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. What? No, don't do that. Uh, <laughs> definitely come check it out. And uh, if you're less than twenty people strong, might might have a couple a uh, couple spots open for uh, for our tailgate little section area there deal. And bring uh, a grill. If we can, um, but yeah, we're uh, doesn't we're, say you can't. It, it did not say that you can't. You just have to bring the grill with you and you leave. It did specifically we say we can't leave our grill there. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Should we bring the stripper pole and just really fucking have a BFP banger? It did uh, specifically say just clean up your mess when you're done, so that we can do this again next year. Yeah. Cooler full of wide, wide, fucking bud wide. Um, are they gonna be mad if we bring the Tahoe out for heats? No, I don't think the there's a Tahoe division. <laughs> mm. You can probably run in the streets, dogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh. yeah, don't tell Lindsay. That thing ain't going to get through the corner worth fuck, though. <laughs> Neither did the mini stocks. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like we said, Loudon this weekend. And uh, to shout out to uh, Star Speedway. Definitely be sure to uh, circle it on the calendar next weekend, the 22nd, the Bunny Brawl, kicking off the season down that way. And uh, they're going to have a whole bunch of racing on tap. Yes. Street stocks, six shooters, pure stocks, cruisers, slingshots. Did I already say that? I don't know. Uh, two arrows. They're going to have race cars. You're going to have a lot of bang, no bang fighting and, rabbits. No. Well, well, you can't really rule that out. <laughs> Nature's crazy. That's man. not. It's not. Nature is metal. We can't confirm that there won't be. Nature is metal bunnies. is a great Instagram account. <laughs> <laughs> cannot confirm, like Charlie was about to say. Yeah. That we can, I cannot. Will a, not be fighting rabbits. I watched a video Sunday morning of an eel uh, run, well, not run, but like slither up onto the beach. They cannot breathe when they're out of the water and uh, fight a crab to the death. The eel won. Well, that's terrifying. <laughs> Nature is metal. <laughs> Wait, the eel won, but it couldn't breathe? Yeah, like it, it like coiled up around it and they fought, but it at least like rolled himself back into the water to continue the fight. What? It was, that's, was, I'm telling you, sick. Nature, that's, how did it fucking but it like squeal? <laughs> Nature is metal, man. Did it like squeeze the crab? Is it a soft shell crab? Must have been. Oh, it coiled right around the. Thing, I'm gonna though. go follow that immediately. I don't know why I don't follow it. They have like Joe pokey stabbies on them. Oh, it was a fight. Like it was a fight. Oh, they were death. both like. Oh yeah. Huh. That crab knew it was like. Oh fuck. Was their hair pulling and shit? Was uh, it like an electric deal? Like an electric eel? Going like rock down to <laughs> electric, electric avenue. <laughs> Let me take it. Fucking shut this off. <laughs> race car, race car. Here we go, race car.